0: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Last week on the Poison
1: Rana Patreon, we talked all about the nation of domination in a brand new episode of Poison Profile. I got three
2: words. Die, Rocky Die. That's the gratitude I get from you pieces of crap for all my blood, my sweat, and my tears. You know, hey, this isn't about the color of my skin.
0: This is about respect.
1: There was no real like learning period. For the- he was just as soon as he's a heel, he's got it.
0: He- yeah, and hearing him talk about Vince telling him like what he had to do, he's like, I-, I just gotta go fucking do it. And he hearing that delivery, man, is like, yeah, you you were born a fucking heel. You were never supposed to be a baby face out the gate. You should have should have been a heel. But he needed that. He needed to fall on his face. He needed to feel the fans saying, "Die, Rocky! Die! And Rocky sucks!" and stuff. So and that just made his promo seem a little bit better. Like
2: yeah, he- in makes him feel like such a big deal, and for the next year, he's like one of the biggest stars in like the mid-card. And then after that, it's like, oh wait, wait, this guy is—we've got something special with him. It's so crazy how fast he rises to like. Get this high. show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at Patreon.com/slash Poison Rana, and it's only five bucks. So what are you waiting for?
0: Poison Rana.
1: First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me. I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything. B D E on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello.
2: Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us at postwrestling.com or whatever podcast app you are using. And of course,
1: we are live on youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, Postmarks.
2: Hello, Postmarks hello nxt friends
1: friends
2: Friends. we are here today to talk about some nxt and we're going to do just that we're going to talk about some wrestling we're on the road to roadblock Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the and the road to stand and deliver and the road to wrestlemania good good time to be a wrestling fan
1: right now yeah it's an exciting time right we've got um you know aw revolution in two weeks we've got uh uh, elimination chamber on—is it Friday? Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Sometime Sunday morning. I don't know. For us, Sunday morning. They were trying to hit us over the head with what time it is on Raw, and I'm still—it's—it's it's Saturday morning. No, get out of town. Yeah, it's Saturday morning. You're lying. Yeah, me. it's Saturday night. Are You in, lying? It's Saturday morning. Get out of town. You're joshing me. Yeah. No way. So maybe we can do uh, an, uh poison runner at the normal. Is time. it actually? I think so. Okay. Because it's it's saturday night in australia which means it's saturday morning oh okay right yeah right okay yeah
2: yeah yeah true yeah they are they are in the future in australia yes
1: uh so we've got that we're on the road to wrestlemania uh i don't know wrestling's hot at the moment
2: yeah, uh, pretty crazy. We got a lot, lot of things going on. Like you said, AEW's got Revolution in a little while. Sting's retirement. We uh, we were gonna do a watch party in Toronto, but AEW doesn't necessarily bring in the same amount of people. So mm. we did, we were gonna do like Sting Day. Yeah, we were gonna do face paint, masks, shirts, costumes, but. Not balloon
1: (laughs) model balloons, (laughs) baseball bats. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: we were gonna do it all, but not a a lot of people were interested, and we decided uh, to kind of. Take it off and just have like friends over and stuff mm-hmm. for that day. So maybe the face paint will come out. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, for that pay per view because that show is, is looking pretty stacked, actually. Oh, yeah. As AEW is definitely, uh, coming back full swing of things, especially with the big business show, uh, of course. But that leads me to my first cheap plug of the night, which is Dynamite is coming to Toronto here, March 20th, just in a few weeks. And well, For the second time, we are hosting our unofficial AEW Dynamite After Party and the return of the Poison Rana Wrestling Karaoke.
1: Wrestling Karaoke at Sneaky D's uh, right after Dynamite. It's an easy uh, easy streetcar from the Coca-Cola Coliseum. You just head north up Bathurst and you're there. And, uh, yeah, we'll be starting things off at 11 PM, uh, going on, uh, through to close. So get your, uh, karaoke songs ready, your wrestling songs. Uh, it's three bucks online. Just go to poisonrana.ca to buy your tickets. Be five bucks on the door. Um, and yeah, great venue. Uh, we had so much fun last time. So looking forward to do it all over again. Yeah.
2: We've, we've done so many shows all across the land, all across this world. And uh, bringing back some wrestling karaoke in our in our home territory is going to be a, t- a whole ton of fun. We're going to be having some prizes and some games as always, and I'm sure people are going to be getting their thinking caps on of what they want to sing. So yeah, uh, come through. You're going to work on some wrestling cocktails as yes, well. Sneaky D's, the the goat of dive bars in Toronto, and uh, can't wait to see you find people. So get your tickets, secure a ticket because there possibly could be lines and stuff, and to like you know get ahead of the thing and Absolutely. it's chi- and it's cheaper. So uh, yeah, definitely can't wait to to do that, and I'll definitely be singing. And uh, I know we have some prizes and stuff that we got to give away. Some some shirts that are probably worth a lot more now,
1: considering you have the CMFTR shirt. I do have a CMFTR and shirt. You have a few crazy shirts. Orange Casty shirt to give away. Some yeah. acclaimed shirts. Acclaimed have some of the best merch as well.
2: yeah yeah you got me that that one that i've worn out in public and gotten the craziest like reactions Ooh, scissor me daddy daddy. yeah like so many people have been like what the fuck so i wear it sparingly but the new one bang bang scissor gang i'm like looking at that i'm like you know that is a pretty, pretty it's pretty good pretty funny ridiculous uh so yeah sneaky d's toronto march 20th come hang out with us we're gonna sing some karaoke and hey at poison rana pod if you can't make it there in spirit what song should we sing don't don't say oh you guys should sing Kingdom. Of course, someone's gonna sing. I want to hear some obscure ones because we have in the past.
1: People you know, have sing uh, saying Ass Man. I'm requesting my song now. Okay. One I haven't done before. Okay. But for a fellow Brit who might be at that show, who right. should be at that show, I'm gonna do Elevated. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, we'll have to sing fu- along with me. I need a Will
2: cocktail. Do you think that <laughs> that sounds weird? Uh, <laughs> do you think they'll have an instrumental of that online?
1: Uh, I'll just sing along with it. All right. all right, yeah. Fair enough. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, or the money. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Is it, that would be the equivalent of tequila. You know, when people go up and sing tequila.
0: Money.
2: It grew on me. It's just a sample of jump. Yeah. It's like the same. So you can sing jump. That would count. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so bring your singing. We're, we're definitely going to do this again. Uh, down the line, but we, we love doing this. So, yeah, Sneaky D's, poiseron.ca, or follow us on all the socials to get links to, to it all. So, Wrestling Karaoke, coming soon. Uh, we're, we're also planning ahead for Money in the Bank weekend, which mm-hmm. is in early July in Toronto. And I'm, I'm letting anyone who's like, oh, I'm thinking about it, maybe we can go visit The Six. I'll give you some spoilers right now. You got to come in on the Friday. Because, oh boy, we're planning some parties when it comes to Toronto and Money in the Bank weekend.
1: So yeah, that's WWE all are say. doing a weekender. We want to do a, the same sort of thing. We already have a venue locked in that's right. uh, for one of the days. But yes, come in on the Friday. Uh, spend the weekend with us. It's going to be the summer. It's going to be beautiful.
2: And, and, I mean, Davey, we, we throw these parties on. and We're not going to be alone at this one. We're, we're going to be joined by some people at this one. But that's all I can oh, say. Course, I can't yeah. say. I've said no more. I've said yep. no more. But yeah, uh, we're working on some fun things and it's and it's great. So love our community here. Of course, anyone in the chat, uh, hit that subscribe. Search Poison Rana in your podcast app and hit that subscribe and find all the shows Davey and I do. We just went live on Sunday talking about all the wrestling, some dynamite chat, mm-hmm. some the rock, SmackDown, the Vest, the the inbreds, whatever the hell he was talking mm-hmm. about. We had a great chat about about that so go listen to that uh, Shot in the Dark 15 minutes or less Sino will fill you in on all the other wrestling you may or may not watch to catch up on I am definitely going to be looking forward to the upcoming episode oh and a new What Up Do I guess he's coming new out New What
1: Up with. Do coming out this Friday
2: because yeah. like Sino watches everything and the whole thing with TNA and and whatever's going on with that hourglass I'm sure he'll be talking about so looking forward to, to hearing Sino and be on on What Up Do but Speaking of B, we just had B Detroit, our friend. Join us for Nation of Domination, our latest edition of Poison Profile. It's over on our Patreon, where we went from the beginning to the end of the whole Nation of Domination. So we're talking Farouk, Black Panthers
1: with Mm PG-13, Crush... Crush, Ahmed Johnson, Savio Vega, Savio Vega, The Godfather, D'Lo, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, Owen Hart, Owen Hart and The Rock.
2: Yeah. Yes, we go through the whole thing. We got clips, we dissect matches. You create a great timeline of like different promos and episodes of Raw and everything. And the three of us go through the whole thing. I was very proud of this podcast. Please check it out and uh, let us know what you think so far we got a lot of great feedback for it
1: really good feedback so yeah. far we, uh, we've been enjoying doing these uh, profiles and definitely want to do more of them so yeah absolutely give that one a listen
2: yeah so you get that show if you subscribe but another show that's coming out we're talking about Sting retiring boy do we have a few podcasts to help celebrate the career of Sting because we will be joined by TN8 Nate Milton the great to chat Best match ever, The Stinger. Yes. Oh, it's showtime, baby.
1: A career that spanned 40 years. Crazy. Um, and we've we've compiled, I think, eight matches we're going to be going through. Which is crazy, considering that he's wrestled in so many companies. Really, we should do this as a two-parter, two-parter or something. But we're going to try our best. Uh, we can always do part two with more matches yes. down the line. Um, but yeah, we're going to be going through... You know, NWA, WCW, New Japan, uh, TNA, WWE, AEW. We're gonna we've selected a match from all of them and some key moments as well. Uh, Really looking forward to this one.
2: Yes, going back as I can far remember, TNA always loved Sting, and the man called Nate is going to join us to talk about Sting. And it's I already know this is going to be a great podcast. We're recording this tomorrow, so the first match we're
1: talking about is a year. Before uh, I was born. Wow. And the last match we're talking about, we were at. You were at, yeah. So, uh, yeah, crazy stuff. Uh,
2: So that's a podcast coming out in the next week. Also, it's Elimination Chamber this weekend. So we did a retro Chamber review as picked by you, which was the second Chamber ever, SummerSlam 2003. I'm going to put that review out tomorrow. uh, So look for that where we'll be chatting all about that card, uh, the Chamber with Goldberg, the Chamber where Triple H does nothing. Except wears those silly pants to, I guess, keep his muscles from holding him upright, yep. I guess. But uh, yeah, not the most memorable SummerSlam, but we had a fun time chatting about that, as always. So, all these different shows, it's only five bucks to subscribe. It gets you a whole month's access. Do you remember what the third
1: Elimination Chamber match was? Oh, uh, 2005. Yes. Of course. How do you? You're asking me about 2005.
2: <laughs> of course. So was, I think
1: yeah, I was checked out
2: by this time. Yeah. I'd left, so yeah. I'd only seen the. First we bit. reviewed it. It was in Puerto Rico. We reviewed it last year. Uh, we did. Yeah, we reviewed we the whole pay per view last year. Look at that. I have good memory for a stoner. Sometimes we did review that. Okay. <laughs> wow. Because yeah, we were talking about we were talking stuff. about backlash, yeah. and that was the last time they were in Puerto Rico. That's so we reviewed right. this show oh. featuring Maven. Yes. I'm sure Snitsky's on it. Eugene gets injured in it. Man, I remember the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's a show you can also access. Also, the last time Nate joined us for a show was also a best match ever, and it was Mike Awesome, Masato, Tanaka, The Feud. He selected where we went through all that. So that is also on the Patreon. It's only five bucks. Support your boys. It keeps us uh nice and alive fed. keeps our lights on keeps us uh, we have a new sink now you know we you, do, got, you yeah. got this is how we make a living so support your small-time creators five bucks patreon.com slash poison rana we've been podcasting a lot but around around this time it's it's fun like my homework today was and tomorrow will be like watch the best of sting okay cool yeah. that's what i gotta do today so uh looking forward to all the shows and appreciate all the people out there supporting
1: Great time as well to head to chop-tees.com. Uh, I know there's uh, going to be a little sale going on if you like the Okada hoodie uh, that Braden's wearing right now, as well as all hoodies on the site, I believe, are having a little discount coming soon. And, uh, yeah, get your get your fit ready for WrestleMania. Whether you're going to the event, whether you're just sitting on your couch and watching it at home, you want to look fresh. That's right. You want to chop tea. Uh, for Wrestlemania we're already thinking about our fits so go over there and pick yourself up something and it's free delivery across most of the planet
2: yes Dickie just put up our retro White Claw Raccoon hoodie design in multiple different variants so check that out yes i wonder how ralph's doing oh he was in he was stuck in john's uh, yeah, backyard he
1: missed hearing Pollux. people talk about wrestling so, <laughs> so he went to pollock's backyard so, yeah went a little further west <laughs> yeah right yeah
2: hope he's doing i'm one. pouring one out for ralph but you now can wear ralph on your chest so see we like we got raccoons and frogs we're that kind of guys yeah. we're pretty chill we're pretty wild so check out all the stuff we got at chop dash tees.com slash poison we got so many shirts and hoodies and, and everything there so uh good stuff uh what what else uh do we got going on we had an interesting week actually i swear we'll talk about nxt but
1: we uh yeah we had uh a friend over and some well strangers really on so yeah uh, we have
2: we have a, a mutual friend of ours and we've invited her out to like wrestling and sometimes when we have like a bunch of people over for wrestling events she's come over and like kind of gotten into it and stuff and uh, sometimes her her now husband w- comes over and like we all watch and hang out and stuff like that. And they don't really get into wrestling, but they can or whatever. And he always explains like, oh, I understand you have your niche thing. I have my side niche thing. And we're always like, oh, like what are you into? And he always says, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So for about like the last few years, he's always brought it up and like, oh, you guys should try it sometime, blah, blah, blah. That time came where we were like, ah, you know, he brings it up all the time. You always hear about it. Stranger Things was popular. He lives
1: pretty close to us as
2: well. Yeah, he lives down the street from us now. So we were. he was like, hey, at his wedding, it was probably the wedding where we were, you know, many espresso, martini, uh, days deep in champagne and where we were like, you know what? Yeah, we'll play Dungeons and Dragons with you. And then he, he he held us to that. So he was our dungeon master, as they call it, right? Is that what? Yeah. Right. So he came over. He had some friends over, and then it was you, me, my girlfriend, and two of his friends. All of us playing for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we've never. Ever. We're going in like completely blind. I didn't watch like anything about this. I, I only know it from like Community and from Stranger yeah. Things. So we played our first ever D and D. Yeah. What was your uh,
1: character name? I was a uh, draconic wood elf sorcerer. Right. Called Dragon Steve. <laughs> and I was a, a,
2: like, a bard, a former pirate, but, yep. like, a charming bard who sings and plays sings, the yeah. guitar. I named myself after Elvis Jackson.
1: Elvis Jackson. <laughs> and we were, we were with a, a lizard man. Lizard man. A robot and a fairy. Yeah, and I uh, was really the most boring one. I was just the guy with the guitar. We were on a heist. Yeah, no, no one likes the guy with the guitar at yeah. the at the
0: party.
2: Well, it uh, then inspired after we played and everyone left. You went to bed. It inspired me and my girlfriend. were like, let's watch the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. With fucking Hugh Grant in it. Yeah, the main character, Chris Pine, he's me, and he's <laughs> <in> this- <laughs> the whole movie. He's walking, playing the thing, and they're like, "Yo, can you shut up?" That's what I was doing the whole game. So uh, we had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, uh, I was I was on this heist because uh, I was you know. Paying off some debts from uh, an addiction to wizard dust, right? And uh, yeah, we we had to steal a box from a uh, from a. We had the heist, yeah. We on, had the heist on a hill,
2: and then there's and a cave and giant spider. So you, you be very you have to be very creative with. it. Oh, the
1: giant spider fucked me up.
2: Yeah, yeah. But like, I I I think it was is definitely up there with some of the nerdiest stuff i've done but it's like i can see why it's such a thing like it's been a thing since like hmm. what the 80s and people have been this guy our friend had been playing it for a long long time so to him it was like second nature yeah. he knew everything how to play and oh man he was i super think as well
0: it. next
1: time we do it because we kind of have a little grasp on it now yeah, we'd yeah. be able to get into it even a bit more because we won't have to do the whole setup thing at the beginning right like learning our points and all that yeah yeah no dexterity
2: i i i can understand and like again i i you know grew up watching wrestling so i never would uh laugh at other people's like niches and Mm. things they're into but i can now understand like how it works and like how there is like meetups and over zoom and discords and like all the crazy world and upgrades and maps it's all like creative and i i could see like actors and people kind of playing it cuz you're almost like role playing oh, yeah, and like absolutely. improvising and, and stuff. So uh yeah, it was it was an interesting time. We we Frank in the chat saying we should have uh, filmed this. I think it would have been awkward with some of the people. We didn't know two of the people, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would have been like what the fuck are you doing? But uh we 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 had fun. At the end, it was me and you. It was like uh Ocean's 11. Yeah. At the end me and you like walk our whole team helps to do the plan, but it's me and you at the end who like walk out with like the the money essentially and that the me me and you were like yo let's just fucking kill everybody so and to, we left
1: <laughs> to escape this house uh we someone had this magic bag that it's like mary poppins back can fit anything into it so we hid we were in disguise uh so we were disguised as uh the wizard and this sort of two like, wizards yeah this like merchant like businessman in the in the town so we were disguised as them to like Walk out of this house in plain sight. Right. And everyone else, the robot, the fairy, the lizard man, we hid in this bag. This magic bag. With this like (laughs) box, this treasure chest or whatever it was. When we got out, we were like, Sorry. We, How many minutes can they breathe in there? It was only three minutes. Right, so, like, so
2: we we played. we
1: just take the box? We pretended
2: something? for quite a few minutes that that was the route, <laughs> and everyone wasn't too happy about that because apparently in this game you're supposed to work together. You're all friends yeah. in this thing. Your common enemy is the enemy. So us almost turning heel at the we let them go at the We're end, like, ah, okay. and then we split the yeah. thing or whatever. But yeah, look at us, D
1: and D. Masters. We didn't split the prize at all. We didn't no. take the money in no, there. No, that's why we, we were have too, to play again. We were too interested in what was in the box. Exactly. What's in the box? And it wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow's head.
2: No. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll play one more time. But mm-hmm. uh, there you go. Our Dungeons and Dragons report. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh,
1: what else do we have uh, going on? Uh, I caught a bit of... Well, I caught all of Raw last night. I thought it was a really good show um, in Anaheim. Crazy hot crowd. They They kind of put on like a... Yeah, real like sort of pay-per-view worthy show. I yeah. thought you had um, Cody and Drew kicking things off, which was a really good match and Cody's first loss on TV. Crazy second uh, loss, second loss since since Being coming here. back, yeah. which I actually really like. I think now you've got the whole thing of you know. Solo Sokoa's cost him both times. It was also Cody who's got that one win over Solo. So Solo, like, not letting that go.
2: But, like, bro, you see a guy coming at you in a hoodie, bro. Just get out of there. It's Solo (laughs) Sokoa.
1: Well, he came from behind again. Uh, Jimmy was in front. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, Drew the hypocrite, just adding to his character and giving him more of a claim, like, uh, to go after the title, like, after Mania, I guess, or whether he'll be facing Seth. No, I I thought that was really good. Ivar and Chad Gable again, just like been having these killer sort of little mid card matches um, the last few months. And yeah, I thought that was excellent. And the main, Jay Uso versus Gunther, which part of me was like, you know, if the rumors were Gunther and Brock at Mania, that doesn't necessarily need the IC title. Could they be thinking about right. dropping it at this point? Um, but yeah, Gunther retaining after Jimmy interfering and setting up that feud for mania
2: yeah i i it's funny another bloodline kind of somewhat interference there kind of similar but this was he was uh was gunning for player hater of the year there with the the bell ringing Mm. and and the stuff so clearly we're getting that match for wrestlemania you feel bad when all the guys with the rock standing in the bloodline Mm. and then like the uh, jay is not with them He's he kind of missed yeah. it. It's like he's like you. You should just kind of be there with them. Actually, like just go back now.
1: Just for that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the picture that they posted, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you know you got Kazuna in the background and Rikishi and all that, and yeah. like Jay's not in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think that's good. Like that's a good direction that match. I wonder- I, I did find it funny. Cole kept on saying throughout the show, um, "This is like the biggest match of Jay Uso's career." I'm like. I was there. I slept, but I was there. He challenged for the Universal title like three times. Yeah, he did a few What do you mean this is the biggest match of his career? Yeah, that's weird. It is if he wins it, but yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was weird.
2: So clearly we're getting Uso v Uso, the match they've always wanted. So hey, let's let's go for it. I'm sure it'll be good. It's the time to do it, absolutely. We got to call. We got to back that quiche up. We got to call Rikishi. We got to call the, the papa.
1: Absolutely. To
2: have them hug it out in the end with... The dad in the ring at WrestleMania, mm. and then put the heads down and do a dance.
0: Yeah, we'd love it.
2: would love it absolutely. Hit the music, and I'd lose it. uh So yeah, and then what? Gunther, Sheamus at Mania. Is that the rumor? I don't know, but like, I, who else is there? Braun. Got,
1: I'm finding the Sammy story pretty interesting right now. Where, oh yeah, okay. Uh, Sammy is just feeling lost, and he's like, I can't be fixated on things anymore. Like he's like, I, I should just move on from Drew. Like I've I've had my time when I've been, like, just obsessed with the bloodline and all that, and he wants a championship. So uh, we have seen Sammy versus Gunther on Raw, but that is something you could absolutely heat up to be a match. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Or I hope they don't go the multi-person route with yeah. the, the IC title. Uh, there is a slight fear in me that is like, could they do that if they want to keep Gunther undefeated to go for the world title at some point hmm. it feels a a waste of a 600 plus day reign to be lost without being pinned like i don't like that but something they might do if right, you have right. like you know sammy going for it a a bron going for it a Seamus perhaps um yeah i'd
2: like a singles match i'd like a gunther. singles match
1: yeah for gunther at least yeah. yeah seth
2: maybe it's drew and sammy in a triple threat maybe I don't know, maybe. but then the chamber, right? So chamber. the chamber faces him. So.
1: Yeah, there's still like some big names yeah. who are like, what is Randy doing for Mania? Yeah. What is Kevin Owens doing for Mania? That the, kind of thing. There's
2: a few that you were trying to fix what we're gonna see, yeah. The
1: other thing, we have got um New Day feuding with uh, Imperium right now. And yeah. maybe it's just wishful thinking, but like Could Big E, perhaps be healthy and if that's that's oh, okay. the case you wouldn't get a Gunther singles match but Imperium versus New Day at Mania could be big enough I think to sort of take that's that pretty good. place but I who knows what's going on with Biggie? but but yeah. we've obviously been seeing him doing like panels and things like that recently and the way the feud is going with New Day and Imperium you're like well you kind of need a third man and yeah one speculating we can hope yeah for sure yeah definitely that'd be pretty great but But, yeah yeah. definitely definitely been enjoying the main roster and I think something that I've seen a lot of people praise and I completely agree is the new production elements on it it looks so much better now you've they're doing these like long shots there was a great panning shot like coming it was almost like the drone thing they did in uh, Puerto Rico last year um just like less cutaways, new angles during the matches, uh, more interesting kind of uh, backstage interviews, like the, these interviews with Sami Zayn are a little less traditional. The video packages they've done for Andrade, the, the subtitling with Andrade and Nakamura right. and Damage Control. I think it just looks so much better and they're really trying to give it more of that sports feel. And I I feel that's part of it with the storytelling as well. It's Now it's, you've not, necessarily got loads of these wacky large than life gimmicky characters anymore you've just got all these people that want to win and want to be a champion a
2: ranking system
1: kind of in a way and then which makes our truth more funny because he's like the 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 comedy guy amongst all these sort of more serious characters like i, I think it's uh, I think it's working, and definitely I, I've enjoyed the steps they've taken in the last few months.
2: Yeah, they clearly have made changes since things have been <laughs> going through changes, yeah. right? So yeah, for probably for the better, right? Like, I, I'm I'm not like the card for chamber is like not necessarily that grabbing, but at the same time, like I'll check it out now that I know it's Saturday morning. Mm. <laughs> uh, but no,
1: like I, it's a al- it's always a weird time to have a a pay per view yeah. after Raw Rumble because we're like. Yeah, we're, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. It's just another roadblock, you know? Like right. It's it's to get the final little pieces and sometimes it's just, can we get this pay-per-view out the way to just focus on the Mania build? Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm sure the people in Australia will still have a good time. Yeah. I see they're already down
2: there. The, the Superstore's opening up down in Perth and stuff, so they're getting ready.
1: I thought as well, I'll give credit to Liv Morgan. I thought she sounded the best I've ever heard her sound yesterday and it's in a, in a match where we all kind of know Becky's going to win. Yeah. It's, there's no real doubt. I thought she made a compelling argument where I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you, you've got some gripes and mm. a reason to win this thing. So, yeah, I, I was impressed last night.
2: Yeah, lots going on in wrestling. It never stops because then I also checked out the Will Ospreay, Michael Oku oh, yeah. match from Rev Pro across the pond there. Osprey's final indie match. As he said, as
1: a new Japan wrestler,
2: is that kind of, I don't really, yeah, I I just like, I feel like, uh, okay, well there's a lot to unpack because I feel like in his little speech afterwards, he's like, yo, Tony Khan, like, thank you because like money was an issue for me Mm. before and
1: now I don't have to worry about anything. So I met, um, Will Ospreay at an OTT show in Dublin in must've been 2015, 2016, something like that and he was saying about how i think he was working on a construction site and he was also i think working with like special needs kids or something like that yeah. he had like three jobs on top of on top on of, top of, of wrestling. the wrestling which and at that show he announced that he was signed by new japan right that he was gonna going to be going in new japan so and he said in this speech to tony khan it's yeah. like i've been saving for the last 8 years and now and I don't need to worry. With yeah, you. he basically is like, "Hey,
2: thank you because now I can just do this with like, you know, being happy and supporting my family." Whereas like this guy was doing a lot of these things for way under the price probably he mm. was should be charging, right? Like we've seen that he he is a draw for like the other he is the alternative biggest draw outside of WWE right now because he's just been putting on some crazy things and it doesn't take long for someone to become a fan when they watch something of his. So like he's got a great
1: following. He was very like kind of like the young bucks before aw because yeah. they were just everywhere weren't exactly they? yeah and i think there's a part of him like whether you call it competitive or whatever which is you know wanting to be the best wrestler in the world yeah and wanting to put together a resume already this year he's done it he yeah, did it last year yeah but yeah we're only two months in and he's had a couple of spectacular matches. Because like,
2: yeah, he'd do like New Japan and he'd do the odd AEW, but think he was doing like these. He he kind of mentions like I didn't need to do these Rev Pro shows, and it's not like you know he was getting paid an insane amount mm-hmm. or whatever. But he's like, but I did it because like the love of the game, you know, like kind of thing, and I can totally like respect that and see that like ever since we i i met him when he was dressed like a cat for some reason i think he was feeding with t- Takahashi or something in right. buffalo but like we've been we've seen him at so many of the ROH New Japan shows when he was a kid and you've said you've seen him overseas when he was a kid and like he was doing these indie shows and we've now become we've saw him at Wembley this year like we've seen him become like the fucking guy so mm. this was his goodbye to indies because now he's like from here on out you know 3 years in AEW and i could only imagine you know he's going to WWE after that. Like he there, that I imagine that's what happens, but this was a great send off for his quote unquote indie run oh, because
1: and the right match to do, right? Like it's, uh, because it was this two is two years ago. Yeah. It the, was a rematch five star match with Oku. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which that match is incredible. It was awesome. And, and that was, yeah, it was February as well. It was high stakes and that was incredible. And I just think perfect, perfect match, you know, put over Michael Oku and, um, it was, what, 47 minutes, but really didn't feel like yeah. that, I didn't think. Um, Yeah, spectacular.
2: Yeah, it was a great match. There was so much, like, again, calling back to the last match, but then, like, <laughs> it elevates this guy. Like, he's their champion there now. Like, that was for this title, but uh would recommend checking it out. Definitely go to Rev Pro and, and watch it. it was, it's definitely going to be a match that's talked about, but... Like it, it made this guy. The, I mean, the last time they fought, it made this Michael Oku. Mm. He was on everyone's radar. He's he's then like booked in so many other places. I'm pretty sure he's like wrestling maybe Mania weekend, possibly. He's he done. Normally stuff. wrestles Mania
1: weekend. Yeah, so yeah. I'd imagine so. Yeah. So
2: like he's instantly become like a a, a star in the Indies, and he's super young. So you got to like already look Osprey like giving to like still giving to the world of wrestling and helping mm. other guys and stuff. But wow, what a match! So definitely worth checking out. But we're going to Dynamite in a few weeks. Does this not mean he's wrestling? Because I cannot wait for Takeshita versus Osprey. Like, oh my god! But oh yeah. But like, we are we we went to Wembley last year, and we're like, ah, do we need to do it again? Like, obviously, it'd be fun, but flights are very expensive, <laughs> and like, I can only imagine it's Osprey versus Danielson at Wembley, or Osprey swerve.
1: They're the two, I would think, and like yeah.
2: both are killing me if I yeah. wouldn't be able to go to those matches. So. Uh, Definitely like watching that and I can't wait. So uh, AW is going to be swinging, hopefully with a bit more full force with like, you know, mercedes Monet, Okada,
1: Yeah, Just like those two can't fight. It it feels like it's, yeah, freshening things up a bit. You know, we've got, um, I've been enjoying Dynamite recently. Like we've got the ranking system. Apparently they're, they're changing the set again. Soon, tunnels I coming back, maybe tunnels back, that would be nice. Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe Punk told them to get rid of that as well. <laughs> um, and but yeah, it's, I'd be interested to see how AEW's looking in a like, yeah, basically post revolution. You know, yeah. you're gonna have perhaps a new champion, you're not gonna have Sting, you're gonna have um Osprey, Mercedes, and Okada, right? Potentially,
2: yeah, exactly. Some, some definite new. <laughs> things coming on so wrestling's crazy we got rock back mm-hmm. we got everything going on in the world of wrestling so uh there you have it we'll be live this sunday for poison rana chatting everything going on with the chamber and and dynamite and collisions back as well so mm-hmm. we'll be chatting about that on sunday two or three we'll, Two, i think yeah, yeah yeah so uh follow us for for that join us on tuesday so search poison rana on youtube hit that subscribe and last final thing before we dive into tonight's nxt i'm sorry we're running long but We had something arrive in the mail today. Oh, this is NXT related. Yes. So this is okay. I want to shout out our friend Alex Arbit from Chicago, from Chi-Town. Alex from Chi-Town here, who was at Clarksville for NXT Vengeance Day. And he was one of the people who helped save Chase U because Alex bought us the Chase U, the women of Chase U 2024 calendar, hashtag SaveChaseU. So thank you, Alex, who uh, says he's from Chicago and drove down to go there and heard us
1: talking about it. So uh, so does this mean that Alex is somewhat responsible for Gallows and Anderson being in NXT? No, no. Because he if they hadn't saved Chase U, no, Chase you no, no, no. wouldn't have wrestled tonight <laughs> and apparently... The
2: OC don't, like, chase you. Uh, Alex sent us also a nice little message, and he said that he found us a few years ago just by Googling NXT podcast. So shout out anyone. I love hearing how people always find us, so thank you, Alex. And he also says that he wishes he could have sent a bottle of Malort. Because he heard, he heard the, the, the Chicago okay. stuff. We 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 had it in, in okay. Chicago, but it's probably because we keep talking about uh, what's it called? What's the alcohol you like from Dark Knight Rises that we drink? Oh, Frenet. Yeah. Br- branca, yeah. So we have this calendar now. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate that. I'm definitely gonna have to send you some some things too. But do,
1: do we peek to see who we've got on our birthdays?
2: That's the, that's it. I mean, we already missed January, so we could see okay, who. Okay, so is.
1: January It's already okay, done. We've got a big chase you poster. Wow, look at this. Wow,
2: we're gonna have to get this. Yeah. Keep this for the set here. Okay. So
1: January is. This was uh, Kendall. Kendall Gray. All right, Kendall Gray. Yeah, she likes heels and handbags and little black dresses. Nice. Uh, our Kendall. All right. And then your, what, your August? Well, wait, we got to see February.
2: All right, we're, we're, in through, February. we're in February. Right? Okay, who do we got here? Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, we got Kia Saint. Kia Saint. Yeah. All right. I'm not familiar with your game What a little,
1: little cupid.
2: Now I am. There, yeah. All right. Okay, so we can't skip. Back. We don't want to peek at the other months.
1: So just our birthdays. Just
2: our birthdays. Okay, I'm July. July, my bad.
1: Okay. Would you th- Would you say uh, July? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Wait, that was that. June. Oh, right. it. oh, Miss America. Wow. We've got Lainey Reed. That's an NXT name. Lainey Reed. I've ever heard one. Who? Um, wow,
2: big fan. I don't know who that is, but okay. no. Lainey
1: Reed loves her. Loves her some America. America. And then September. Okay, let's go to yours. Your who
2: birthday's who in September. Got, yeah. Who do we got? Oh, I
1: oh, got JC Jane. JC Jane. JC Jane. Wow. Oh, you're insane in a in a little kilt. JC Jane. Skirt. I love
2: that name.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, Alex. So we're gonna we're gonna have this Chase you calendar up on our set now going forward. We'll always know we'll put our show, we'll write our shows in it, our recording schedule yeah. and everything. You know, calendars. Wow. So thank you uh, to our listeners. Uh, We we love you all. But Alex, very much appreciate it. So the Chase U calendar, save Chase U. They're saved. They are saved. Right?
1: Yeah. So there we go. Well, shall we get into NXT? Yes. Let's talk about some NXT. NXT, a taped show airing on February 20th, 2024 from the Capital Wrestling Center. And we start with an NXT North American Championship match obafemi defending his title against Lexis king yes so uh oba is now a baby face again because he's facing I think this he's guy. just he's just obafemi right i okay. think he is what he is at this point right uh but yes against uh Lexis king he's definitely the the face in this uh king goes for a springboard crossbody, and oba just stands there blocking him uh, very kind of what, like Darby Allen diving into Satnam Singh-esque? Just... Yeah, there was a lot. The size, I mean,
2: Oba is huge. The size difference to a lot of people here, but Pillman Jr., Lexus, isn't the biggest guy. So a lot of the moves, like a back body drop, looked massive just mm. because, like, the size difference.
1: Uh, King sends Femi shoulder first into the ring post, which allows him to get back into it a little bit, sl- and slaps Femi across the face, which seems to upset him. And we see in the back Von Wagner and Robert Stone watching on the TV and Stone says, I'll be right back. And Von says, no, it's not worth it. Just leave it alone as they had a bit of a issue with Alexis King last week. So uh, King, as we go back to the ring, double stomps Femi's arm and then King goes to the outside seeing that Mr. Stone is there and shoves him over comes back into the ring runs into a big clothesline from Obafemi he's hit with snake eyes and then a toss powerbomb followed by the pop-up powerbomb for the one two three and Obafemi retains
2: yeah uh an okay match it was pretty much standard with Lexus not doing a whole lot he he puts guys in chin locks and rest holds a lot in his matches Uh, I know he's a heel but he definitely wrestles like an old school heel because he's doesn't do a whole lot. And Oba hits the pop-up powerbomb. It looks great again because he's so huge and gets the win. This guy should be the, the dominant champion, like the Gunther essentially right now of NXT with the this mid-card title mm-hmm. and run with it. Uh, I just don't know maybe what his big opponent would be for Stand and Deliver, but I'd keep this guy on this channel I'd keep the open challenge as well, actually. I know he joked about how he was getting rid of it, but now that he's a babyface, he should just...
1: I don't know if he is a baby face. So he should, he really should just—he
2: <laughs> should just be like, "Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll fight anyone," and then just do that because like the crowd are so behind him. He beat up the biggest heel in NXT. Look at this guy with his facial hair. So like, this guy attacks kids and, and stuff. So yeah. this guy's why he, he should be a baby
0: face.
1: Yeah, I didn't think much of this really. Um, I don't think I don't think Oberfemi beat him up enough yeah. for it to be enjoyable. I thought um, I thought King got in way too much offense and his offense isn't particularly exciting um didn't go long but and also like we've seen Obafemi mainly against well Dragon Lee and other smaller guys like okay Lexus King isn't huge but he's not he's not small either yeah so his his moves didn't look quite as impressive as they sometimes do so this this fell a little flat for me but I would be curious to see who who they put Femi against for Stan and Deliver
2: or Roadblock same like there's still yeah. weeks and weeks but I wouldn't mind him because like he's still somewhat green himself like mm-hmm. he's impressive he's super young but like yeah would like to see more of him because I think he could be a big deal in NXT and WWE so could this could be a long run with the title I just hope if it's weird because usually that title it's the ladder match like yeah we're in some
1: way or is that the tag in some uh, way I could getting, see them doing the ladder match anyway yeah um we'll see yeah Uh, So we go backstage and see Thea Hale, who's all upset. She's sad. It was Valentine's Day last week, and we knew she was having a date with Riley Osborne, but how did it go? And... Well, she says to JC Jane, and sorry, what what's the name? Someone Nix, not Stevie Nix. Uh, is she in the calendar? Do you want me to go through? Chase Hughes, you yeah. Know, you
2: know what? Make sure I'll, I'll go find it. I'll, I Now I know I can name all these people. Yeah. Are you giving me permission to go through this? Yes, yet? look for, okay, for Nix.
1: Miss Miss March, is she? Miss Jan- July? Is she? I don't know. Miss June. Okay. Um, anyway, so Thea is saying that Riley hasn't texted her back since last week. And they go, well, what happened on the date? How was it? She said, well, I've been listening to JC and I've been playing hard to get. I go, okay, so what happened? Well, first he opened the car door for me and I said, I'm a grown-ass woman and I can open it myself. And then uh, I decided to be on my phone the whole time during the date because, you know, I didn't want to seem too available. And JC's like, yeah, I, I said play hard to get, but that's not quite what I meant And this is where Ariana Grace, who's been listening on... I can't find who you're talking about. No, she's... Carly Bright? No. No, that's a different name. Um, There's some other talented people. Yes. Um, Ariana Grace has been listening on and says that, look, I've been on many dates and I think you might have scared him away. And when he opened the door for you, you should have said thank you and walked out gracefully. And when he was asking you questions, you should uh, reciprocate it. So you should go and apologize and try and get yourself another date. And uh, JC's like, hey, I've been not been giving bad advice. You just didn't do it how I wanted you to. And Grace says, yeah, I wouldn't be listening to her. That's your supposed best friend. And JC tells her to stay out of her business. And, while well, this sets up a match for later in the night.
2: So, yes, Degrassi, High here at NXT. So you're telling me Thea listened to JC and just acted like a complete a-hole on their date therefore
1: like big leaguing poor riley we normally see this the genders reverse don't we we normally see it as the the geeky virgin boy who's got a date with the girl of his dreams and then everyone's like hey bro you can't it's always the guy chasing yeah you can't play too eager we normally see it that way around so it's kind of different this time with it being the girls
2: yeah it's weird because they also usually show the segments, and this time they didn't. They just described. Yeah, that was that was strange. Like they just described that this date went wrong. So either like they. I mean, I guess it makes sense because why would you take your work's camera
1: crew to your date with you? I mean, it's <laughs> wrestling. They always. Like, <laughs> I know. There's, so. some,
2: there's been some great dates in wrestling, but like, yeah, yeah it's it's very bizarre. So uh, somehow Thea listened to JC and the advice didn't work. And I'm I'm interested on what kind of bad moves. Like you, we've been we've all been on some bad dates before, but like how mm. bad. Is she mean to this guy? I feel for it. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, we go to the uh, Lyra Valkyria's dressing room where she's with Tatum Paxley, and Lyra's checking on her after last week's match, and she goes, you took a beating last week. Are you okay? And Tatum says that it doesn't matter that she lost, um, but what does matter is that Lyra came to her aid, and that's all she cares about. And Lyra says, look, you should have just tapped out the hold like you could have been seriously hurt there and asks her to do one thing tonight and Tatum goes yes you want me to attack Shotzi with a chair you want me to spit mist in her face and Lyra says no I want you to stay back here and not interfere at all please do that for me Tatum agrees and as Lyra leaves she's kind of saying oh this is going to be really hard but yes I'm going to do that
2: yeah, uh, this storyline's a bit weird with her kind of taking her under her wing. Pardon the pun, but I guess it's something to do for Paxley. But it's it's a character that I'm already like it's worn thin for me. I know it's like the story's it's going to lead to them eventually having a more serious
1: feud. Yeah, against I wonder each if other. Lyra drops the title because of her. Yeah, you something. know, by accident mm. that kind of mm. thing maybe. And could be a way to change Lyra's character because she's then like. Mad.
2: Well, I guess this is like sort of like a, a B storyline because I eventually think Roxy, heal Roxy, goes after Lyra for the time.
1: Yes. so Absolutely. The wolf dogs come out. <laughs> and uh, Baron says, uh, sorry, Bron says, look, if you were to say back at No Mercy when we were beating each other up that this is where we would be now, I wouldn't believe you. And he goes, look at us! We got new alligator skin boots and very tag nice. team championships.
2: I I am a sucker for uh, anytime anyone references what kind of boots they're wearing, and I mean alligators, the classic. Ric they're player. in Florida. There's plenty of them. I I if I was Braun, has worn the alligator skin other stuff mm. on his on his social media. So like, yeah, that's that's what I like when I see this. They, these guys just won tag team titles. What is the first thing they do? Go buy some new alligator skin boots. Fucking oh, yeah. right, yeah. I, I, I do love me some Bron Breaker. Have you it,
1: eaten alligator? Uh, I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Um, Corbin says, oh yeah, I remember No Mercy. Didn't I beat you? Oh. And Bron says, ah, you might have been, but I've been carrying this team. And Corbin says, okay, but I set you up nicely. You know, it was end of days, and then you hit the spear. And Bron goes, yeah, hmm. You set me up with the end of days. I hit the spear. And the crowd starts to, end of spear. And he goes, is that spear of spear days? Of days. <laughs> and the crowd loves it. And now Corbin's all in. He loves it too. Spear of days. He says, look at us. Just a couple of a-holes in the middle of the ring feeling good about being new tag team champions. Love these guys.
2: Yeah. Wow. I can't believe uh, I'm enjoying something of Baron Corbett. But Braun brings the best out of him. It's literally like using... The weak points and sorry, taking what is it? Taking the strengths and like emphasizing that, yeah. and definitely like going into the a hole kind of thing. Like, yeah, and it's completely turned. They're they're supposed to be bad guys. I don't think
1: they are anymore. Oh no, absolutely, they're, they're baby faces. Yeah, I mean, Chase, you then come out and Chase, you seem like the heels. <laughs> Chase, you comes
2: out and they get booed by this yeah. crowd. No mind you, you know, there's only so many people here, including that one fucking guy who won't stop yelling.
1: Uh, He's back so this annoying. week. Jeez. So Andre Chase and Duke Hudson come out and he says you might not know you might not care who your next challenges are but we do and do you want me to spell it out for you and Duke says winning the dusty and tag champions Ch- championship isn't easy but Chase you is back now and Corbin tells them to go and shove their calendars up their asses Hey leave yes. the calendars alone and Chase says what we have here is a teachable moment and look, the former champs pr- promised us a championship match, and we won't take no for an answer. And Duke says so. Woof dogs. He, he's one of those he's, people. He's one of those woof
2: he, people. He says woof. We the talked big about bad it. Woof. Some people say woof by saying woof. Yeah.
1: So woof dogs. Some people are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, says we are going to give you an Andre Chase style ass whooping. And that's when Fraser and Axiom come out.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Fraser and his friend, the Power Ranger. Yeah. Literally wearing like a green Ranger inspired getup. Absolutely. I, it was so inspired by that. Uh, Fraser's trained by Seth, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he comes running out doing the Seth thing. No, 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 no. Seth used to do that like all the time. So clearly learning from his trainee ain't. And
1: trainer. Goes, it ain't happening like that. That agreement is now null and void. And Axiom says they were the closest to beating Bron and Baron, so we deserve it. I fucking hate that. I could not stand this. Hey, we've already lost to those guys, so we deserve another. We were close at beating them. We almost did. We got a two count a couple of times.
2: Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like Sami Zayn, like, hey, Cesaro, I almost beat you, like, multiple times. It was one move away. This was like, hey, we were the closest or to... Or getting a visual
1: pin and yeah. the ref was down or whatever. Like- sure. This was like, ah, you know, you,
2: you fucking wiped the mat with us. But we stood some sort of a chance, so, like, we should yeah. get mad. These guys are heels now. This is completely reversed. The a-holes, the wolf dogs, are, bad guys, are supposed to be bad guys, but here they're good guys because chase you sound like whiners and so does nathan fraser like fraser and axiom are heels now i'm assuming the way his tone was and the way like later on
1: like they are like the tweener role because they've been acting kind of well it, i mean mean fraser especially he's been like you know putting his foot in his mouth all the time yeah. kind of says what he's thinking but right. maybe should shut up at times like but, his gimmick is yeah john oliver right so uh, Duke mocks their accent yeah we have an Aussie
2: doing what like what I'm sure Aussies and Brits hate anywhere else in the world which is like as soon as you meet someone you go oh where are you from oh I'm from Australia oh I'm from Australia like like you and he does he's from Australia so he does there's it into it,
1: like there's a couple a Brit, of times I've just started watching The Boys oh yeah, yeah and yeah. you've got uh, Dread. what's his name Aomir from Lord of the Rings yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Carl Urban no yeah yeah Carl yeah, Urban yeah yeah, yeah. I forget his name Butcher and an Aussie right why is he British there's no is he British in this he's stuff? British in the boys oh. but his accent's pretty much Australian right and there's no as far as I am there's no need for this character to, to be British it's just, it's just weird British. and vice versa there's that film Contagion uh, you know that the kind of Matt Damon pandemic film right um, where Jude Law is British playing on Australian in the U.S. for no reason. It's huh. very bizarre. But, yeah, so now you've got the Aussie doing the British accent.
2: Here. So we got the Aussie mocking the British guy and yep. the Spanish guy, the, power, the Spanish Power Ranger here. Axiom is Spanish, right? Uh, yes. Because he's got an accent, yep. So, but it's Duke making fun of the yep. British guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no mention of cricket or rugby. That's normally where Aussies and Brits beef. <laughs> is,
2: that, is that so?
1: Is that- yeah. Cricket yeah. especially, yeah. Um and says, uh, "Well, don't know who invited you to the party, but get to the back of the line, and we're gonna win these championships and place the chase you flag firmly where it belongs." Corbin is like, "Look, we got places yeah, to be. Things, like, sort it out between you lot." Ava then comes out. Crowd are into Ava. They yeah. like Ava. They're chanting Ava, and says, "Look, it's not up to you guys. It's up to me." And she makes a number one contenders match for later in the night.
2: Yes, so that's our, one of our main events yes. tonight.
1: We see Roxanne Perez getting interviewed, and she says she's got a match with Ren Sinclair tonight and says... She's in the calendar, by the way. Ren? Yeah. She's not in Chase U, though.
2: There's a have now been spoiled, and I know I this. There's a few people who aren't necessarily in Chase U, but clearly... Like, like just
1: Lash Legend in there.
2: <laughs> uh, Rizzo okay. is in there, I saw. Carmen Petrovic, the, the yeah, yeah, Toronto yeah. girl, um, and... Uh, We'll have to look at it Yeah, okay,
1: can't wait. Uh, She says that Ren Sinclair reminds her of herself, just happy to be here. But after a while, you'll realize happy to be here doesn't cut it. And people will rip your opportunities away from you. Opportunities you've worked your whole life for being taken away uh, by main roster superstars. And you'll realize that the only person that can make you happy here is you and Lyra and Shotzi I hope you're watching my match because I'll be watching yours too. Damn. So yeah, Rocks just turning yeah. turning heel. I
2: like it I like it a lot more at least for right now like she she already did the kid underdog stories why mm. not do this and going full heel is definitely going to work a lot. So
1: Um we have another what I call the Okada vignette. Oh yeah, it's totally you will be in AEW and I'll still be calling them the Okada. It's Okada. Vignette. Uh, it says, <laughs> men deny their truth. I will be a mirror to it.
2: And then we hear the footprints, but now it's like running and then like the mirror breaks. And then it's like a
1: ah! scream kind of thing <laughs> with a, with just red all over the screen.
2: Yes. So uh, I guess another week of speculating. But is it is it Tien Sha? Is it Boa? Is it those people again with the, the um, evil spirits? Or is it Nakajima to face... Ilya
1: for standard delivery. I'm gonna say Is look, it Okada? Go, going back to the Tamatanga. <laughs> going back to the first one, which was the, the three three faces. Mick Foley. Well, uh Nakajima is the triple crown champion. Right, okay. Three faces, three heads, you wear three crowns.
2: Nice. I
1: don't know if you figured liked, it out. Yeah, I don't know if he likes mirrors or anything.
2: Yeah, true. I was gonna say like what what wrestler like mirror mirror on the wall because that's what it kind of felt like here with the mirror cracking so
1: men deny their truth i will
2: be a mirror to it deny your truth yeah so we'll see we'll see i mean if it is nakajima he's that's that's from all japan like him and Ilya would definitely put on a crazy match at Santa deliver and uh and then finally you would hear the wwe fans be like who, who, who is this? Why am I supposed to care about this person? I don't know this person. I don't watch this person. I've never seen this person before. Yeah, and then you watch the match and go. oh, That was pretty, oh, that fucking was pretty good. good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling fans. Uh, would it be for the Triple Crown?
2: Fuck it, yeah. Ilya wins all. I mean, it should be Brooks Jensen fighting for the Triple Crown, yeah. and we all know it. But that's. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Beyond beyond, that's just us speculating. There's a lot of people are speculating that online as well. Uh, obviously, the the because it's like three faces. There were. Three people in Sha with the the face pain stuff like that came to mind. But so
1: who it was? Wendy Chu. Um, it was Ziya uh, Lee, right? Ziya Lee. Lee and okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
2: We'll, we'll see. There could be. There could be that. There could be other people. Tamatonga joining. is the other like yeah. name. Yeah. yeah around, there's right? the other or one like that's like coming around who
1: might be coming in.
2: And I don't necessarily think this would be for like someone that's like you know a former pitcher
1: <laughs> or like football no, I player can't see
2: being a next in line <laughs> yeah, person. yeah yeah that doesn't really so like that's sense. kind of yeah that's kind of where i'm going at so yeah. it has to be one of those
1: we go to Roxanne perez versus ren sinclair ren gets in some early offense um and then hits pretty much the proto bomb on perez and they go to the outside sinclair delivers a forearm which pisses off Rox, who then just wrenches the arm sending a face first and shoulder first into the the mat at ringside and now uh, she's favouring her shoulder. Sinclair tries to fight back with some clotheslines and drop kicks and Rox just kicks her in the gut, hits Pop Rox but doesn't go for the pin and wants to add insult to injury and applies the cross face forcing Sinclair to tap out
2: yeah so even more heel roxy she always pins them with the the pop rocks move is the pin like yeah. it ends with the pin there so she like rolls out to put the submission on to make her tap out so heel logic make them tap
1: i like it amina rocks uh add a new finish i could have like everyone does the cross face already it's like there al- are a lot of people with cross so
2: face. like it's already kind of like not a submission a finisher you know because like so many people do it like I Just feel like you could have come up with something, even the pop rocks is like not like the most creative move because like a million people do it yeah. as not a finisher, but hers is for some reason. It hurts me. And I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they just went, yeah, just use that move, or she wanted, I, I don't know, but just using the
1: cross face is kind of like, uh, eh, we see there's a lot of similar finishes at the moment, I think. Yeah, um, we yeah. said this the other week, there's yeah. a lot of kicks, um. But it's a lot of
2: cross faces. Yeah, but like uh, that's that's why I love wrestlers that stand out when like they do their crazy stuff that i've never seen you don't need to do flips and jumps off ropes to mm. create moves you just have to watch things and i know when like i was a kid you know playing with action figures in spider-man i'm sure wrestlers rest, grown men wrestlers have said like they come up with moves still with sometimes the figures of themselves because like can is this possible and then they go try it in in the in the, in the pc or whatever so like
1: come Even up with new something things. that i'm trying to think hitting the pop rocks that goes directly into yeah. A finish.
2: Hitting the pop rocks and then turning it into, I don't know, a leg thing.
1: Something. Yeah. It was just
2: like she hit the move and then put her in a cross
1: face it. Was but like, I do like her having a submission now, and I I think yeah, they're they're working on this meaner Roxanne. Yeah, which I do like. Um quick match, but I thought um Ren looked maybe a bit more experienced than some of the newer people. Like yes. she she didn't look particularly outplaced in there. Uh, wasn't a fan of her her gear like the Nikos Ad- Rikos it's Adidas Nikos Ricos though. yeah so it's like got, she had she to buy rid these of the country girl uh, denim but, stuff she was wearing so she,
2: it's like she had to get these like classic Adidas straight almost like the Tearaways yeah. except then had to like tailor made one of them to be cut off yeah. at the leg it's like so so strange but uh, we'll see because she actually yeah she is a, a bit more advanced than a lot of the other people here she's been around the, the Indies and stuff and nothing ADA.
1: between her and Fallon this week uh, and the way she was dressing different, I wonder if they're just, like, moving them apart. Right, yeah.
0: This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of seen as five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister, and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.
1: Uh, we see metaphor. Um, Lash Legend's going to be facing Kalani Jordan later, and Noam says she's going to take care of her. And this is when the no-quarter-catch crew... Did I get it right? I think so. Come yeah. in, and uh, Charlie Dempsey says again, like he did last week, this cup represents a hundred years of tradition <laughs> this in British. Cup. And Noam just goes like, "Wow, wow, wow! You're boring. I don't care. Uh, no one cares." And says, "Right, guys, shut up. Which one of you am I facing next week?" And they say, "Well, the the catch clause means that um, we decide." In the ring, all four of us will be in the ring, and then we decide.
2: So it's the no quarter catch crew clause,
1: yeah. (laughs) And if I was Noam Dar, I'd be like, "Oh, and my champion clause says no, I'm fucking facing you." Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. How are How are the challengers calling the shots here? So Yeah, yeah, you could face all of us. So this is official for next
2: week: Noam Dar versus one of these guys. I think it's look. We've seen so many iterations of the diamond mine. Drew Gulak, training in the gym, Timothy Thatcher, like look, we've watched NXT for a long time. We've been doing up next for a long time. You know how many iterations of training in the gym dungeon style characters they've done? It's Timothy one of Thatcher. yeah, it's one of the like avenues. They, they have a, a few that you start off with and then it goes a bit more niche as you go. Mm. but like that's one of the lanes and they've been doing it for so long and it's it's definitely like worn thin. And the thing that they try to do differently is like, well in ours, you don't know who we're facing. Mm. I don't think that's a good enough gimmick to, like, add. It's a little ripple, cool, but I need I need a I bit think, more.
1: I think it works if they win next week and then it's essentially free bird. Yes, with exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. as we were saying last week, like, yeah, it's more interesting if they win this cup because then they can do different matches switching in and out and then, you know, have And
1: this view views. doesn't seem, hasn't seemed hot at all, which it, it seems kind of out of nowhere for Noam to drop it to one of these guys but yeah. i think it i think noam's had this long enough now where it's time for maybe switch have around him do something different
2: it would make sense with with these guys obviously with dempsey being in there with the the whole rules mm. and his dad and everything like yeah that's it, the it
1: suits go. their gimmick for yeah. sure and you can have noam like noam obafemi would be fun yeah you know yeah that yeah. sort of thing
2: and then there's there's so many the tag titles like there's so many different things yeah, metaphor could be doing so
1: Uh, We go to Brooks versus Jensen. Sorry, Brooks Jensen versus Josh (laughs) Briggs. I'll never get it right. Yeah,
2: I always mess that up too. But
1: yes, our boys. Our main event.
2: Yeah, this is our WrestleMania main event here. Brooks and Briggs, one against the other as they go upon their separate ways. Pretty crazy. So they've split up and gone their own ways and Briggs' advice was, hey, grow some balls. So... Jensen came in, dressed to the nines last week, punching his buddy, and it set up this match. And they're still friends, but it's a little bit of a friendly rivalry. Also a rematch because they have fought before.
1: When uh, Jensen was all dressed ridiculous with his glasses. Yes, that's and right. Was in, a year ago. Probably around was, a year ago, yeah. yeah in love with Kiana James so
2: finally here they are facing off each other uh, Briggs comes out first and then Jensen comes out with his separate ways the journey rip off theme mm-hmm. it is pretty banging
1: actually it's pretty good and uh, but he's not what we've seen him I think at like live events trunks and boots but he's still in like more his cowboy he, like he jeans was, yeah. and cowboy boots
2: he yeah he he's got the the stash he's got the flow mm. he's he's young he looks almost like what's hangman's kind of going for with yeah. the stash magnum ta or whatever right but he looks like he's from the 80s and that guy, again broken record this guy should be like doing some stuff with all japan because he looks the part he looks like he's like kind of like in that 80s kind of vibe so uh, works yeah uh, also shout out uh, Bri- uh sorry Brooks Jensen had a match on NXT Level Up versus Javon Evans, which is also someone uh, everyone should be keeping eyes on as well. He, he made some waves online because he's he, I forget what his indie name was, but he kind of had his first match here, and it looks like he'll be doing more here with WWE, so he's a name that right. I'm sure we'll be seeing on Tuesday nights too. But yes, Briggs v. Jensen. Oh no, my calendar's falling over.
1: Um, Both look really kind of pissed off and fired up right at the beginning. They're trading shoulder blocks uh, Jensen gets Briggs in the corner and does like a a chop elbow combo into a bulldog. Uh, Briggs then just boots him out the ring, and they're fighting at ringside. Jensen throws Briggs over the barricade and starts stomping down on him. Yeah, Brooks Jensen yeah. stomping a mud hole on his on his former big buddy. I loved it. As we go to commercial break. After the commercial, we're back in the ring. And uh, Jensen tries sunset flip, which Briggs powers out of, and does it kind of l- almost like the Gunther or Zack Saber Jr. neck crank, where the feet are round the neck, yeah. but he kind of just falls to the mat to kind of twist it that way. Yeah, l-
2: look quite good. Yeah, I can't think of a wrestler who falls that way. I think Eddie used to do it, but still not like mm. falling with it.
1: Um, Briggs is then beating Jensen in the corner as the rest, doing the five count, gets pulled off. And starts getting booed by this crowd. There's a sidewalk slam followed by a splash from Briggs. And then Briggs starts yelling, Show me you're a man. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. (laughs) And Jensen is getting up. He's on wobbly legs and just slaps Briggs across the face. Briggs laughs and comes back at him. Jensen starts firing up with these palm strikes to the face. Followed by a big clothesline and a missile drop kick. But then gets met with a big boot from Briggs. Followed by his huge choke slam, and this is where he kind of huge goes the map with it as well. Look really good. Yeah, he's got a great choke slam. One, two, but Jensen kicks out. They're now trading big boots. Jensen comes back with a rolling capo kick, followed by brainbuster, which this, this is pretty different in See, size here.
2: He knows his he knows his Japanese wrestling. I'm telling you, he's doing the liger kick and then a brainbuster. Yeah. Getting his stuff. the big
1: boy up here for that. Yeah, it's huge. And then Briggs just punches him in the face delivers a huge lariat and says i'm doing this for you i love you another huge lariat one two three josh briggs wins and after the match they're both kind of bleeding from the mouth he and hugs briggs him is hugging him He's right kissing away. him on the top of the head and is saying i love you as he walks off yeah, what do you think of this?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh this had way more uh, meaning to maybe me and you because uh we've we've loved these guys. We've followed them here on NXT and made fun of them when they were finishing each other's
1: sentences
2: <laughs> and eating each other's steaks on the barbecue. Never forget. But then like we they they just they won us over and they both got heart. Hey, Fallon too, like the three of them. But uh we've been following their silly storylines and, and then getting into the more serious wrestling. And who knows? You know, Briggs, obviously, we've talked a lot about in Evolve and before WWE, but he could be finding his his spot in WWE as like a, a solo act, but I still am a fan of them as a tag team. And that's something they could still go back to because the end here is like not them hating each other. There's no hatred, right?
1: Well, it, for me, it left it open a bit yeah. because you're wondering whether it's like, a bit deluded from Briggs is what I'm. I'm getting like he's he's giving the the tough love, but it's like, did you have to be right that tough? I mean, with he it? he punched him in the face. Yeah, that was the finish.
2: And he he counters the sunset flip and punches him in the face, which like you don't do necessarily in wrestling right? yeah
1: so. so i'm i'm wondering if we're gonna see more beatdowns from briggs right and he's gonna be no no, no i'm doing this because i love you you know just weird heel logic right but i they could go either way with it uh but i really enjoyed the match i thought both were went like really pretty stiff with each other in a in a good way and yeah yeah I, i'm a fan of both
2: yeah big fan of both hope we see a lot more of them uh again broken record so it's it's jensen in the ring laid out and he's like defeated again the storyline could be like oh i can't find myself nothing's working and then ava goes hey i I got a deal for you i'm gonna send you somewhere and then Mm -hmm. he he goes on a little bit of excursion or something but yeah uh lovely steel hopefully there is time for them to team up again down the line but here they stood worlds apart yes as they go their separate ways
1: and someone else worlds apart well in a in a Glass cell in a straight jacket. Joe Gacy. uh, I mean, okay, so we just went from like two guys, brothers
2: who... Or tough love and ah, wrestling and punching each other in the face and then we go to DiJack who tweeted earlier today before nxt tune in on nxt as i kill joe gacy i'm going to murder him on tv yeah. tonight he tweeted this basically and uh well then later tweeted saying maybe i shouldn't have tweeted that because uh lawyers can see that yeah and that's exactly what happens
1: I'd be more worried about policing yeah, it than lawyers me too like yeah. if feel lawyer is who you call Absolutely. after the police but whatever yeah Um. <laughs> so <laughs> Jack comes in and just slams some sort of torture instrument sorry on yeah there. so
2: we're in like we're in like a a jail we're not in like his office but we're in like something that clearly connects
1: to his universe or it's like this? yeah like a glass cell film noir type i don't know. i mean I, it, I know. it is it's batman and joker it's
2: weird it? the joker heath ledger
1: yeah it's batman interrogation like yeah
2: why do you want to kill me yeah
1: that's, where are the other drugs going wait that's uh, yeah um <laughs> he says there's no decency in you gacy and Gacy says, "I admire you trying to stop me, but this train is on a different track." This is Batman oh, in the joke, one hundred percent. And DiJack goes, "I have instruments of peace to derail your train." And uh, Gacy sort of draws something on the on the on the window, and then breathes on it. So we see the. The smiley face that yeah. used to be a symbol, right?
2: Very similar to the Batman. Yeah. Uh, no, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, it's very similar to all of
1: it. Uh, Harvey Dent walks... Well, no, sorry. Lucy uh, Luca Crucifino walks in. <laughs>
2: Luca Crucifino. <laughs> yes, the lawyer of NXT shows up.
1: And says, whoa! <laughs> Jack, This is imprisonment! This is illegal! He violated my law! Well... The Lord, the world doesn't work how you want it to, and Gacy's just pressing his face against the window, yeah, he's smudging his face. He, again, he's in a straitjacket this whole time, yeah. so he's
2: and they're talking to each other through the glass. And this time now, he's like rubbing and smudging, you know, like kids always yeah. do it against the mirrors and stuff.
1: I had at work before, uh, like the theater a few weeks ago. Right, a guy like probably in his late sixties, early seventies waiting at table for his wife to show up. His wife comes to the window, presses her face against the window, licks the window, (gasps) and I'm like looking, not knowing who this woman is, then comes in and sits with him. Oh my God. I'm like, come on. Don't lick a window. Gacy was pretty much licking this window. Yeah, but this was maybe cleaned beforehand. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so this isn't over and Gacy keeps laughing, but... (laughs) Yeah, uh, very, very Batman Joker esque. What are we getting here? Are we getting a straight jacket match? Are we getting a? Uh, we've had a, what a f- no no DQ full count anywhere, haven't we so far? I mean,
2: like, yeah, eventually they got to face off in some sort of next level gimmick match, mm. a straight jacket match, a body bag match. I'm not sure, or it eventually leads to them being a tag team. Okay, right? Like, yeah. both of them really don't do a lot other than this silly shit right now so like <laughs> could maybe you know what, what imagine what ha, what would happen if Batman and the Joker teamed, teamed up. up yeah I both guess. equally fucking crazy yeah
1: <laughs> what two sides of the same coin exactly or
2: whatever you say yeah I'm not wearing hockey pants <laughs> <laughs> no, no, always always uh, remember you can check out all our Batman reviews mm. in the, the archives yeah. here. Yeah. we haven't done
1: one in a while I think we're behind we did the Batman we did the Batman no we're, we're up to date with Batman films, we've we've got to do the Suicide Squad, I okay. believe, which uh, I know Rob, our world champion, yeah, has got planned for us, and we haven't done the Flash, which I would count as a Batman movie. Okay, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that. Uh, like, so we got two.
2: Yeah, it'll make for a fun review for sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and like, as all this time has passed, there's things in it that like you haven't been spoiled on, which is crazy because. No one really cared about that movie. Yeah, no, no, no. So finally watching it, it was like on a streaming thing. This was just recently. I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll watch it. And like, it was whatever. It's no Madame Webb, I'm sure. But, you know, <laughs>
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> I kind of want to see just to say I did. I saw a thread. I saw the, have you seen the interview? Madame or, Webb thread? Is it Dakota Johnson? Is that her Dakota name? Johnson and Sydney Sweeney? Did you see where she was being interviewed? And this, I think it was in the UK. This guy brings up like, hey, so... There's a line in the trailer, trailer yes. about... Um,
2: My mom died in the jungle you know, looking for spiders.
1: <laughs> and she's like, yeah? He goes, yeah, it's been memed a lot. Okay, why? And he, he's trying not to say because it's a fucking, fucking stupid terrible. line. Yeah. He's like, you know, it just... it Like, you know, some people are like, oh, what does that mean? That doesn't make sense. Well, no, it's exposition. What, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? He's like... Oh, okay, <laughs> just just leaves it. Apparently they cut the line from the movie. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone
2: roasted the trailer. But like, a weird spoiler that I heard from our friend John Sino told us that they used the song from Catwoman in this movie. Therefore, someone knows exactly what they were Scandalous. making. Scandalous? Yeah, apparently. Nice. So like, Misty. They basically they basically were like this movie fucking sucks. Let's make some fun. Like let's shit on it even more. But the best thing about this movie is Dakota Johnson and Sidney Sweeney in all the interviews leading up to this movie and any of the press which has just been awful cuz they're trying to avoid saying this is a terrible movie. Basically, when they signed on, they're like we're so excited. We just signed on. We're going to be in the MCU. This is great. And then it's like, sorry, actually uh that's the other one. What do you mean? No, no, no. We're in the MCU. Yeah, where's Tom? Where's uh where's Robert Downey? No, no, no. You're in the other one. What do you mean the other one? Yeah, you're not in the MCU. You're in the like Sony Fox Spider-Man bad guy universe thing. Ah, oh, it's the same thing. Mm. And then they made this and I can tell they were like fuck. They should really? They're they're, you know, hot young actresses their, maybe their manager should have told them, like, actually,
1: uh it's the other... <laughs> it's the- <laughs> well, th- it's one of those things, though. Like, if this be- became, like, an incredible film that yeah. everyone's raving about, they probably would be in the MCU, you know? Like, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland, like, Tom Holland is Sony Spider-Man right. still, isn't he? His films yeah. are co-like Sony and
2: uh i kind of i kind of want to like because the next one's craven and then like after that they got to kill this universe like this yeah. has not been working part of me wants to do like a day where i just watch morbius and then watch madame webb just to like I, i'm sure we'll review them someday but like yeah it like out of curiosity it is there because i'm hearing like oh no this has to be worse than morbius i'm like whoa like mm. that movie got crazy panned so yeah it is it is interesting wow yeah. I also, uh, while a movie talk, like I, I'm a huge Bob Marley fan and I want to see that Bob Marley movie. But like part of me thinks it doesn't look too good. So like
1: like Queen. Like I was, good, I was actually talking to someone at work about it who said he was like, yeah, it was good. Like the main guy was really good. Okay. I kind of feel most biopics are like whoever the lead person yeah. is fantastic. Like nail it everything else I always find lazy yeah I find every other character like caricatures they often like the queen film just rewrite history completely yeah I mean it's a
2: movie you know which
1: I get to an extent but like the queen one it's like there's a great story there anyway like why would you why do you need to change it a
2: lot of it's like they just shoot like long music videos that's just of the songs like pretending to be it so it's like it can be a bit boring because the the Queen one they didn't touch on like the partying or anything they just were like oh no there was a a a guy with his top off with some
1: powder on a table and that was
2: it so uh, today it's coming out that they're making four individual Beatle movies interesting and then and then, it's, so it's like the Avengers, it's like the Beatle cinematic universe, the BCU coming mm. soon. You're going to have a movie for John, Paul, George, and the other one. Uh And then finally they all come together. And then they have like their Avengers movie where they finally get together.
1: It's not like uh season four of Arrested Development where it's all the same film but right. a different point of view. <laughs> right, right, right. So right, you just yeah. have like odd oh, shots God, of Paul yeah. in one of them. And right, right. So... Yeah,
2: like, this that this could be really weird. They're going to have movies focusing on each one, and then they...
1: I like that. I think get,
2: that's kind of cool. Ringo's one is just him on LSD the whole time.
1: <laughs> all of them. Rating <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah.
2: Is that... was that, Yeah, that's Ringo's fuck. star. Yeah. I do love all, who is all the
1: Who's the original Ringo, though?
2: Yeah, like, they made a Beatles, like, TV biopic, like, in the 90s, 2000s, and, like, it, fo- it showcases the, the guy, the fifth Beatle, like, the original yeah. guy
1: who dies. And which Paul are we talking about here? Original Paul or replacement Paul? Paul? Yeah,
2: like zombie lizard guy Paul. Okay, cool. Sorry, zombie lizard man, is that what he is? Or is he just a completely
1: different guy? Uh, Original Paul died, and then... No, we just got this Paul now. This Paul's been, like, Paul for the the long time now. This is the Paul who, like, smokes a lot of weed. And this Paul, when he was in CMLL, his name was... (laughs) 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 brother's Mystico, but Mystico is also... Yeah, I don't know how... Released a cone.
2: <laughs> I don't remember how we got onto the topic of Beatle biopic, but I would watch
1: that movie, I think. I don't know. We went from Joe Gacy to Madam Webb to the Beatles.
2: Well, like, <laughs> like, they're totally going off the Joker, and that's something in wrestling. Like, how many wrestlers take from the Joker? Yeah. Literally speaking, some wrestlers dress up as the Joker, like, multiple times. I have the fucking Joker pentamask here mm. on our set. Uh, it's like, Joker is an iconic character, so... I feel like them just going to the well, but this time legit like showing him in the straitjacket, in the interrogation room. And then they break their own fourth wall with Luca Crucifino being like, hey, you can't. That's actually illegal, which is what we say all the time. So it's going to lead to
1: something. I'm not sure quite what, but ridiculous. We see Carmelo Hayes, who goes to the chop shop, Um, (laughs) chop-teeth.com. It's his barber shop. And uh, I thought this was pretty good. Uh, he, this is like a produced video cutting between all the moments of Trick and Mello right from the beginning of uh, like the first episode of 2.0 when they came together. Yes, very fitting that it's in a barber shop. Yes. Right? Because Marty Gennetti, Shawn Michaels. Ah, true, true. Right. Um, he says, See where I am? It's where it all began. Good memories, great moments. And I'm here all alone, but I ain't lonely. Let's talk about it. I'm here in my prime. My principles stay intact knowing I didn't have to snake my boy out of his spot. And it's a shame because you played your part so well. I wanted to lift you up with me. And this is how you repay me? By trying to be the number one guy in NXT? You could have been number five. You could have been number three. Hell, because you're my boy, you could have even been number two. But you came for number one. And Mellow ain't second before nobody. And I let Trick go ahead of Trick Mellow Gang just to amuse you. Trick ain't ahead of me in nothing. You're stupid. You couldn't even see the signs. I saw you side eyeing my championship. I am your biggest competition. And sooner or later I knew I had to get you before you got me. So Trick... Wherever you're at, stay there, because your 15 minutes are up. And now, back to business. Ilya, you want to see me? Well, get in line. Because if you ain't talking about that NXT championship, you got nothing to talk about. Love it. I thought this was great.
2: Love Heel Mello. Heel Mello is exactly where it's at. He is like the bread and butter of what we got going on in NXT. And now it's like... The evolution. He was heel already. Then he turned. He, then he turned babyface. He was our champion. Now he's turned on his best friend, a character, and Trick Williams, a person who's been super over and became like has become like the white knight of NXT, mm. and he turned on him. And we haven't seen him since. And Melo now is cutting a promo in a barber shop, which has been a part of his gimmick, and the kind of Shawn Michaels tie in there. It's very poetic in a way. And yeah, this is a great promo. And
1: everything was very logical. Yeah. from like his perspective on why he he did it. It, uh, yeah. it wasn't just like a Russo, ah, I'm bad because I'm bad and yeah. I screwed you. Like everything, like he, you know, right from being North American champion, he was the A champion. In his eyes, he was the number one guy, right. even though it was a secondary belt. And then having the top title... And love this love the the promo
2: here from Melo, like one of the best talkers yeah. in the game right now and in WWE and like again, can't wait to see some of the stuff he, he get gets into in the main roster eventually. But I can't wait to be part of Stand and Deliver and hearing the whole crowd booing this man mm-hmm. against his buddy, because that has to be like the end game of this era of NXT is trick williams defeating mellow at sand and deliver for the nxt title and with mellow saying like hey Ilya, i'll only talk to you if you give me the title match and Ilya obviously later on kind of pretty much accepts that because next week they're going to have a face-to-face but we will get to that match for sand and deliver but either way on, on the way there enjoy the ride because definitely loving some of Mello's work and this is his his, his finest work thus far and uh, he could he could be a real baddie in the world of wrestling. It's unfortunate because eventually I, I hope they squash the beef back on the main roster. They'll be like, money comes first. We got to be boys again. That
1: that's been the thing with every <laughs> yeah. big, big NXT act. It's, it's like, like oh. cool yeah, we need the the breakup, but also we want to see them as yeah,
2: yeah. As the as team it. again. Yeah, and then break up again.
1: <laughs> right. still can't believe we never had undisputed era on main roster. Crazy. How ridiculous is that?
2: It's okay now we got undisputed kingdom. Cool. <laughs>
1: um ariana grace comes to the ring uh and vic says byron you used to be a pageant judge what would you rate ariana out of 10 and this is true byron saxton used to be a a pageant judge and i i found a tweet from july 15th 2023 what the hell? where he says it's been north of a decade since i've served as a pageant judge but super thankful to have met a vast array of exceptional women who are driven to make a positive impact on the world whilst working with an esteemed panel of judges. Thank you, Princess America Pageant, for having me. So yeah, like a decade ago, he he judged pageants and he, he did it again last year. He then says that some people call him Sax Lover. Okay.
2: He was saying that that's his nickname because uh, Vic was like, oh man, poor Thea Hale, like she's going through trouble with dating. And Byron's like, you know, I've had a lot of success in love life and dating and Vic's like i have a hard time believing that and byron says yeah they used to call me sax lover and Vic says i actually have an even harder time believing people called you sax lover (laughs) and then it took me a second that sax lover might not be the best name for like a uh casanova type guy sax lover sax lover he's a sax lover but his name is byron saxton Mm. wouldn't you just call yourself the sax the
1: sax the sax man sure yeah. Um, but yeah his, his judging I Look Don't get me wrong I like Ariana Grace a lot But he's like What would you judge her out of 10 And he goes I would rate her 10 out of 10 No 11 out of 10 It's like Come on Come on You've got to be a bit harsher With your judging there by right. r- Yeah There's no 11 out of 10 In In Miss What, what did he do? Congeniality Princess America pageant oh, Miss Congeniality Yeah so we get ariana grace versus jc jane start off with some posing from grace jc sends her into the corner with a back elbow followed by a senton for a two count uh, grace then does this uh like elbow drop where she kicks her leg high in the air first i thought she was going for like the you know the split leg drop we saw like uh yeah lion's do yeah uh, uh- like the, sorry, the split-legged, like, Kalani Jordan or RVD. No, 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 like the, you know, where you kick your leg up in the air and then just fall with the leg. Yeah, didn't Logan Paul do it? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nikita tweeted, like, hey, that's my move. It looked like she was going for that, but then just lands an elbow. It was kind of weird. Um, JC then jump uh, dumps Grace the floor. The ref is holding JC Jane back, which allows Jasmine Nix, that's her name, Jasmine, Jasmine Nix Jasmine Nix Jasmine Nix I'm checking the calendar Continue you, You've already looked for her Oh You couldn't find her
2: ja- Oh I think I was looking for the wrong name Okay uh, Jasmine Nix Jasmine Nix Yeah No Jasmine no no, no. We talked about her She's the one dating the, the Squid Games guy
1: Oh okay Right Yeah
2: we've seen her a bunch Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But we didn't know her name She's uh, June for anyone June Miss June yeah, yeah. Um, I've been calling her Jasmine Allure for weeks And that's a completely different gotcha. wrestler <laughs> but now I have the calendar to help me.
1: Uh she attacks uh Ariana from behind, and then she goes into the ring, allowing JC to hit the rolling elbow for the win, and Thea looks kind of upset about the whole thing, like, wait a minute, what just happened? Hmm. And Jasmine and JC are celebrating, and it's leaving Thea like, kind of looking at them like, hang on. Has she got a new best friend? Uh Uh-oh. Yes,
2: very Mean Girls-esque here. We've kind of been seeing it for a while with her. Like, Remember, it was like, oh, let's go get a drink and like, not hanging out with Thea. So JC Jane took over Chase U, saved Chase U, and then what? Kicks Thea out? Kind of sad. sad. Uh, Not too much of a match. You know, what we've seen from Ariana Grace, she can wrestle, but she's definitely got the character and the comedy down work just like her. Her her papa Santino Morella. so the comedy is definitely hitting and she's she's genuinely funny in some of the stuff with this Miss Universe character so the wrestling isn't necessarily important but it, when her character like evolves I think it'll come into play because we have seen we, I wouldn't say this was like necessarily the the best from her but we have seen her do some st- pull out some stuff that it's like okay cool because mm. also just like her father Santino was known as Santino and being a comedy when this guy was like
1: legit trained to be a killer yeah, yeah. so it's. Parallels. It, it was interesting seeing her like being kind of losing to a, essentially someone going to turn heel. Yeah. It's baby facing her in a way, and I, I think she should could be a fun baby face as well.
2: Yeah, like it's weird because you think back to all like the annoying heel characters that like p- people boo and stuff. Like how she's kind of going in that avenue when they kind of realize like, wait, maybe we can make it more like our truth because our truth was doing this stuff for years, but he yeah. was a heel. But now it's like, no, no, well, we can capitalize on people actually do like that kind of stuff. So, and again, here we are like a guy turns heel like Mello and then we're like, wow, he's the best ever again. It's like, we're so like wrestling fans. We're so weird. We love when bad guys are bad guys and I, this and that.
1: I'm thinking we do a show called Was Next and there's the thing with Aiden English where the roses are thrown. Right. I think that could be a fun, right. fun Yeah, thing. yeah. For Ariana here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we see Tony, D'Angelo and the family
2: well, it's him just sitting alone in his cafe somewhere at the restaurant.
1: Squeezing a lemon into a shot of espresso. Yeah. Have you heard of this before? Okay. Have you, have you seen this before? Have you tried this before? Okay, so this is
2: strange. Big fan of espresso. Had a few uh, today, yeah. actually. So big fan of that. And he's eating, he's drinking it out of, out of the little espresso cup. Uh, we're saying it right, right? Also. Espresso. Es- There's no espresso. X in that There's word. no X in it, actually. And... There's an
1: L in the word wolf.
2: (laughs) He's drinking his espresso here. And, yeah, it looked as if he was squeezing lemon into his espresso. So I had to look this up. And apparently when you do this, it's called the Espresso Romano.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, There's different ways people mix it and stuff. But, yeah, lemon, the acidity in coffee, which can be a little acidic as well. Like, I don't know if it meshes well, but... I do remember seeing this one time, and it was someone who was Italian, to be completely honest. It was an old Italian woman who's friends of like a family member, and we were out somewhere, and they did it. And I was like talking to them about it. It was probably a long time ago. I don't think I'd necessarily like it, but I, I'd try I it. I kind of want to try it. It's kind of similar to uh, in, in Berlin this past year. We did the shot called the – Oh, yeah. the What th- was it? Peruvian cocaine. Peruvian cocaine. Which, uh, hold on here, give us a sec. We're not just you know, (laughs) it's it's you take vodka and vodka and Kahlua, Kahlua, and then you do the shot, and then after you do the shot, you have a lemon, a lime wedge, which half of it's dipped in like
0: brown sugar, brown
2: sugar, and the other in like instant coffee, and then you put that wedge in Mm. your mouth. So when you bite down on the lemon, you're getting the cough, the lime. Sorry, you get the coffee and the sugar. So
1: Yeah, I guess it's kinda of like that. Like it's saying here uh be lemon juice and a teaspoon of sugar, so I can imagine it being alright. Try it. Yeah, I'd give yeah. it a go. I mean Tony here, the real uh
2: mafioso Italian, you know, maybe mm. the espresso mart espresso romano.
1: So Rizzo and Stax come in and uh Rizzo starts by apologizing. She's like, Look, I, I'm sorry I lost last week, but I, I gave it everything I got. And Tony's like, it's okay, I'm not mad, but Stacks. And Stax says, yeah, you know, last week we lost, that, that's on me, but we'll get our titles back. Tony says, no, not now. The last six months I've been focusing, but I'm missing the bigger picture. What the hell are we doing? We're the D'Angelo family. It's time to lead the family in a different direction. So follow me, and if you don't like it, too bad. And tell the rest of the family if they don't like it to let me know. It's time to be the dawn of NXT. Hmm. So is this? Are they? Is Tony turning heel again? Is this going to be the start of the? He shouldn't. The dissension maybe between Tony and Stack.
2: You'd kind of feel like you feel like they're such a, a unit now, the two of them specifically that like they should just go up on the main roster as. The Italian
1: mafia mm. guys, like at this again, point, again, it's another thing. It's like, do you want to do a breakup angle and then yeah, them back together?
2: And I don't think you'd want to do the breakup angle with other breakup angles already kind of happening. I don't know. I don't well, want to I, see them. I go. mean,
1: this this could be a slow thing, but I, I'm wondering if it's Tony being a bit more heelish again and Stacks starting to question his leadership from it. And well, Tony can go for Obafemi. Yeah, I mean, he said uh, bigger picture could be yeah, you know, big guy. Uh, yeah, I I got the impression that he's wanting singles gold. That he's like, look, I've been focusing on the tag stuff too yeah. much. But yeah, I imagine we're getting a heel Tony. Is what I'm I'm thinking.
2: For yeah. Us. Now uh, I haven't been keeping up too much on this whole WWE 2K24 stuff, but I think they've been releasing things that are coming out like mm. in different you know days and stuff. But today they did release some wrestlers who were featured in 2K24. Carmelo Hayes, Roxanne Perez, Thea Hale, Trick Williams, Cora Jade, Wolfgang, Fallon Henley, and Channing Stax Lorenzo. Nice. So far have been additions. So I thought that was pretty interesting seeing Channing Stacks Lorenzo.
1: I have enjoyed them doing the uh, their ratings on Raw. Yeah. You'll have a match and it'll be like, oh, this is a, a 91 against an 89. Oh, is that again. Logan Paul? Who's got 90, Logan's the same high. as Gunther? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Which is crazy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was
2: always a thing in wrestling games. Yeah. But now they're kind of pushed... Like, their main stars are like 100. It's going
1: to be... W- one match at Mania is going to be based on this. It's going to be the, the Booker T. Edge hair commercial thing. Right. It's going to be, why are you a Rating. 82 and I'm a 78?
2: I thought that was the Goldberg-Brock match at Survivor
1: Series. That was
2: all about the video game. Truth.
1: Well, they did it in the video game, so yeah. we might as well do... <laughs> We have an interview with Ridge Holland, who said, uh, who's uh, talking, shit. talking to Sarah Schreiber, who says, you took a chair to three men last week. And he goes, last week people saw a different side of me, and I still can't get that stench off of me. But Gallus put my surgically repaired leg in a chair and smashed it. And that's okay, right? And I get that chair in my hands, and it becomes a weapon. And I can't even defend myself without people judging me. Next week, I will address the WWE universe and apologize for all my actions, even if no one cares. And that man with a chair in his hand is not the man I am in everyday life.
2: Yeah, I I, I like Ridge, don't get me wrong. I just don't like this storyline. Uh, I don't like where it's going. I'm already bored with the actual matches. And he's he's a guy like, oh, I didn't know when I had that chair. I didn't know I you know swung and hurt these guys. I... I I I'm not caring about this as much as I, I I think Ridge is actually this is all just to help him get better and maybe he can be a focus on the main roster down the line. But right now I don't care about. This yeah, team. this was the
1: weakest one, yeah. and like I think, like not you, you beat up Gallus. No, no one does care. No, yeah. one, no, I didn't think of that angle once yeah. after last. I completely week. forgot. Until At least he- the Ilya thing was like kind of a big deal, yeah. but this was like, oh yeah, three. Bad guys beat you up and you beat them And up. you beat them up with chet. Yeah, it's over. We the, see f- that week. Feud, the feud's over. Yeah. Yeah. We see that all the time in wrestling. Yeah. Like it's I think they needed to do more like I don't know, dangerous stuff with him. Or, you know, like I don't I don't like the story of like, oh, work. me it, injuring people. I don't know what I can do. It doesn't And it's it's funny because we we just did our national domination show. Right. And there's the whole story with Owen. Owen Hart who right. injures Dan Seven yeah. and retires because yeah. of it and then comes back as the Blue Blazer yeah. after but
2: we'll think we just did a review around the Rumble we did Rumble two thousand one the same thing with China yeah China the famous injury the injury angle in quotations mm-hmm. right so it's just I
1: hate that in wrestling the whole but that thing, was her being injured not yeah. her injuring someone
2: but like. We're on a show where later tonight, this is a taped episode. We don't read ahead, so this yeah. is all new to us. There's an injury later, yeah. so like, fuck, it's like,
1: the, the, yeah, it really doesn't make much sense. Yeah. I don't. I think the first couple of things we were like, uh, I don't,
2: okay,
1: didn't like it, but still humanize Ridge in some way. Which yeah. is like, I'm glad we're seeing that. Now it's just, yeah, I want everyone to see me for who I am. It's like Ridge, we don't. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah. You, you, we don't, no you, one's upset. You're at good, at you. man. Like, you actually okay. beat up
2: these guys. No yeah, one really we, angry we about it.
1: You're okay. You can you're beat not. them up again if you want. Yeah. <laughs> we go to our Wolfgang's in the game, though. Yeah. Uh, John and Ridge ain't. Joe Mark.
2: Well, to be determined.
1: Squeeze some lemon on that coffee. You know. <laughs> Stop. We go to our number one contenders tag match Chase you versus Axiom and Nathan Fraser. Axiom and Fraser are doing their quick attacks on uh, Andre Chase. Standing shooting star from Fraser. There's a double arm like Rana arm drag combo from Axiom to both members of Chase U. And then both Axiom and Fraser are hitting their like tandem suicide dives either side. Very fast. They they remind
2: me their entrance reminds me of the Power Rangers now that they're both doing the like crazy slow-mo fast forward frozen thing. But they're fast. They're both hitting like crazy. I think there was like four or five in a row of like crazy topes.
1: Duke comes in with a big boot, uh, gets caught with a super kick from Axiom, but then delivers his big Uranagi. There's a, this looked pretty cool, actually. I think he he picked up, I believe it was Axiom for a gut buster. But as he's jumping, he's delivering a senton onto fraser as well
2: yeah i'm not quite sure if it hit maybe like the way he, they thought but still an innovative move and definitely something i've never seen yeah. before in wrestling so. i like
1: this he then goes for the rage raises edge that gets countered into a rana from fray uh, from axiom yes very uh, splash mountain yeah. yeah uh tag to fraser uh then they're just hitting quick tags to allow them to double team duke hudson uh who comes back with a double clothesline and and then tags Andre Chase, who hits a high cross, and then which gets rolled through. He's trading. Jack Knight covers with Nathan Fraser and eventually catches his legs and pins him. One, two, three. Chase you, advance, and we'll be facing Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin.
2: Is that, I don't think it's announced for next week, but it's either next week or at the roadblock yeah. or, or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, a, a pretty fun match here. Both teams very fast. Axiom and Fraser. They kind of look like geeks to me, uh, but they hit some pretty impressive moves. And, like, they are very well-skilled and trained when it comes to actually, you know, in the squared Mm. circle. But everything else for me isn't necessarily working for me, but loving that they've at least now turned heel because it's like, well, sort of heel.
1: Again, I'm not sure if they are. Yeah,
2: I don't – like, here they kind of were supposed to be,
1: but they're doing flashy moves. Like, I feel – chase you were going to be healed yeah maybe
2: soon yeah i mean they wasted um, all the
1: money the students so like be- yeah Axiom especially fraser are just annoying yeah uh, their style is so yeah that's friendly isn't it
2: <laughs> maybe they're just healed to me because i think they're annoying
1: they're kaden and casey
2: <laughs> i mean they right? come out like like someone in the chat right now ryn says they axiom and fraser think they're in cmll like these guys come out with the flashy entrance thing and they look they look a little nerdy but when they actually wrestle like yeah they're really impressive and this was pretty fun especially the end there with Andre and Axiom like the the crazy back and forth pinning yep. attempts or was it Frazier I can I can't tell but yeah it, it this was pretty fun
1: so after the match here we go they're attacked by Gallows and Anderson <laughs> the uh the OC the good brothers yeah
2: uh Andre Chase and Duke Hudson should have known that the devil is always in your six yes because here we go the bullet club are on NXT, Too
1: Sweet, the fucking luckiest sons of bitches in the world of wrestling. It was funny. I, I've i had two moments recently. I was watching SmackDown on Friday. Okay. And Dallas and Anderson show up to have this bit with AJ. Right. And for a split second, I was like, whoa, well, what are the Good Brothers doing in WWE? Right. Oh, no, no, no. they've They've been there for they've a while now. Been here now. for a while, yeah. And then on... Uh, on monday watching raw i'm kind of like doing some work on my computer hearing some stuff go on i'm thinking i i kind of half glance up and see a guy in a black t-shirt and for a second think it's um ludwig kaiser right and then look up and it's i went like, oh is that chad gable no wait oh that's michael chandler <laughs> calling out conor mcgregor i was like sorry what's going on wait chandler bing Michael, oh, Michael
2: Chandler. Michael Chandler. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy, too. Yeah. I think that's pretty smart. Is it WrestleMania?
0: Con-
2: <laughs> Chandler, Chelsea ha- Handler. Wait, sorry. Chels- Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler versus Conor
1: McGregor. Yeah. That's happening at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's,
2: Sick. that's what I took from that segment.
1: <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot these guys are in the, in the company. Okay,
2: so Bullet Club, the OG, OG. What do they call themselves? OG. The OC. Os- <laughs> California. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's that here.
1: time of the year when they're they're looking at, sorry how much are we paying these guys? Fuck, we better get some use out of these. I I can't even hate these guys. That's how <laughs> they're the luckiest fucking yeah, bastards. They're in fucking wrestling.
2: hustlers. They're the like I can't you can't you cannot tell me, you cannot knock the hustle
1: of these two. while, while we're on it, I'm just gonna skip ahead to yeah. their interview later. Yes, yes. And they say the boys are back in NXT <laughs> and we're gonna stay here as long as we want. Oh boy. And we're thrilled about it. Yeah, you fucking are. <laughs> you both live here. <laughs> You both live in Florida. You're getting main roster money, and now you're just gonna like dry. You don't need to do the travel. You're just showing up, and now you on might win t- titles here. I don't show know up if I- on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh man, these are I don't know how they've done it, but they've done it for so so long. Literally Fucking the luckiest bastards in wrestling.
2: Festus and the Machine Gun. Yeah. here in NXT. Okay, so. Yeah, they make it clear. What do they, they say? They say
1: when it comes to the NXT Tag Championships, we're going to separate the men from the boys. And Baron, we didn't realize you came here to be a comedian. They then uh, make fun of Bron Breaker and talk about his dad and his uncle and say, but everything ends the same. It will be a Magic Killer. One, two, three. Too sweet. This better fucking not be the Stan and Deliver Man. It's gonna <laughs> Buddy, be. Buddy, it? it might be. <laughs> I've. You you finally just got me like really invested in Baron Corbin. Finally got
2: me invested. Like I
1: love this team. Corbin and and uh Bron. Yeah. And they're going to be up against these two. Like look, uh
2: they these guys during what the pandemic we reviewed what was Fuck, it? It was
1: I watched it twice. The Talk and Shop Mania. Talk and
2: Mania. And then we watched them in well you watched them in TNA and they blatantly were like we stole money from TNA. We didn't work. We did as many of bumps. They were getting bumps.
1: paid by Tony as well yeah. at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they are on yeah. AEW every yeah. week.
2: Yeah. They originally turned down AEW when AEW was launching to go back with WWE. And AEW kind of yeah, took... Yeah, because
1: Heyman was like... Wasn't it
2: Someone Heyman? was like, no, we got to keep them. Don't let them go. So they didn't and paid them even more money. So like For a now... couple of months. And then, then they fight. were gone. And then now they're back and they've just been chilling. And then they're like, fuck, I guess we got to use these guys. So, again... uh. Are they great wrestlers? No. Fuck no. God no. Hell no. But I cannot knock the hustle of these no. two. So I genuinely laugh. I did I don't know how I didn't like get spoiled on this. I guess nobody fucking cares and watches NXT other than us. But I genuinely howled laughing at this. Both of us were just laughing at this, like, oh my god. And then we and then sunk in like, it's not the stand and delivery. Oh no.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna bring it up. Um, you know, Corbin and and Ron liked to ride their
2: Motorcycles. motorbikes
1: to the ring. WrestleMania weekend, yeah. Gallows-Anderson, Boneyard match. Oh,
2: fuck. Never forget. They were a huge part of Let's that. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, maybe they're not alone. Maybe they bring some mercenaries with them. Maybe they bring Tamatanga or someone. Who knows, right? Maybe okay. they bring some other Bullet Club people along to, to NXT. Hideo Tommy comes back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) to nxt i don't know maybe these two are just here for this little stint here but uh i'll 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 say glass half full here maybe we get some fun stuff out of this i am a fan they make me laugh a lot of the time i used to love carl specifically carl anderson in new japan he was fucking awesome so
1: i i i really don't mind the whole sort of oh you're not doing much on the main roster let's bring down to to mix up and i mean we've seen in the case of baron corbin it's It's helped him a lot, actually. But, yeah, we'll see.
2: NXT, the future of wrestling. And we got the good brothers teaching these kids. Mm. Okay, this is how you make money. (laughs) This is how you scam people. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: can't wait. We need the the machine gun entrance back one day. We see uh, a video from Ilya Dragunov calling out Carmelo. He says, Carmelo, since day one, I saw right through you. The jealousy of your friend, and you pointed your finger at me. You are a coward, Mello. You are the worst form of life, a rodent. And I have what you seek, and I will see you at Roadblock under one condition. Pretty sure Carmelo never even issued a challenge for Roadblock. Ah, uh, he well,
2: he said if you want to talk,
1: the only way we'll talk is if the, the title. So yeah. yeah. I will see you at Roadblock under one condition. Show up next week and meet me face to face. And then his eyes turn red. He says, Mello, come for my championship because I'm coming for something more important. Mm. Your soul. So it is announced
2: next week they will have a face to face in the ring, Mello and Ilya, which again, I think is leading to them at Roadblock. Yeah, pretty much. Confirms it. And then we think it's the Gargano. The return a trick, Williams. Yeah, but Gargano inadvertently screwed Champa out of the title against Black. Yeah. They could do it the same similar the same exactly fashion, the same, where yeah. then Melo gets the title and Trick is like, oh my god, but then that sets up Trick, Melo for Stand and Deliver, and Ilya versus someone shot. Yeah, or Carl Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Okada was supposed to come to NXT and then Carl Anderson and Luke were like, "Yeah, we'll be on the same show." And Odegaard
1: was like, "I gotta get nope. out of the fuck out of it. <laughs> <It's> Fucking Americans. <laughs> we see uh, Fallon Henley and Thea Hale both looking kind of miserable. And Fallon says, "Yeah, I'm pretty sad. My friends are beating the hell out of each other. Uh, I'm not kind of, you know, winning the the championships and the matches I've been wanting to." Yeah. And Thea says, "Yeah." Uh, Chase you just got beaten by the OC but you know what Andre Chase probably deserved it and my best friend is being really weird and then I had a date on Valentine's Day which went terribly and Fallon goes ah I've had a few bad Valentine's Days in my past if I could delete February 14th I would I mean February is already short enough we can't lose another day and says let's go for a walk. And then, as they're walking off, she's going. So last year, Brooks was dating Kiana, <laughs> and <laughs> yes, Vic Joseph says, "Now that is a locker room
2: leader." See, Fallon Henley getting the rub. Maybe she becomes championship
1: material by standing and deliver. So yeah, maybe that's what they're building up with her. Like she was, she took Ren Sinclair under her wing for she, a bit. She's, she's now she took it to Tiff, right? Yeah, she's t- she she basically sent Tiff packing. Yeah,
2: really, who's now in the chamber? She's kind of just
1: the voice of reason. Yeah. in the. In the locker room there.
2: Which she's like, oh, Valentine's Day should be deleted. Uh, I, we have a Poison Rana Instagram, which I follow Fallon Henley, and I, I loved her Facebook, her Valentine's Day Instagram post with her partner being like, love my partner, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, that's what a sweet-looking sweet couple. And here she is like, Valentine's Day sucks. <laughs>
1: Where Which he's is probably like, at home, like what the? Yeah, I know, That's, yeah, that's why I bring it up yeah. because
2: I also noticed that Rhea Ripley and Dom they don't interact at all now. In a lot of the segments with Judgment Day. Rhea is over here and Dom is on the other side. It's like the premiere with that movie with Harry Styles over here. Yeah. It's like they completely dropped the like gimmick. Did you not notice that? Mm. They, I, I'd, uh, I'd say yeah, there mm. was there was straight up months on this show as well, on yeah. NXT, where Dom and Rhea were doing date nights and yeah, doing yeah. all sorts of flirty things on screen that has
1: completely disappeared from like... I think TV. they want to have... You know they want Rhea to be like just focused on singles for the, especially with the Becky match coming up, maybe.
2: Or Buddy Matthews was tired of all the fucking mean tweets and was like, "Can you just?" Eh. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. It's the same thing as actors and things, right? Right? Like you yeah. go and watch your your partners in a movie making out with someone. It's kind of like oh, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know how we got it's on. Part this, of the biz. Yeah, exactly.
1: We go to Lash Legend versus Kalani Jordan. Uh, Lash is using a lot of her strength, holding, doing, like, the one-armed, uh, holding Kalani up high. Uh, Kalani keeps trying to get some flash pins, uh, goes for a crossbody, but gets booted in midair in the gut. We then get a modified torture rack from Legend.
2: Oh, like the Argentinian backbreaker. This was crazy. She was, she was shaking Kalani's head, like, viciously, like, Her head was almost like giving her whiplash here. I I hope she was okay, but very vicious-looking move.
1: Follows up with a splash, goes for a second splash, but this time Jordan gets her knees up, and now Jordan starts striking Lash with forearms, uh, goes for a top-rope Rana, and as she's up on the top rope, Jakara Jackson distracts, which allows Lash Legend to hit her with the slam dunk choke slam off the top rope, and one, two, three lash legend wins
2: yeah huge choke slam off the top i'm it's it was like a modified version of the one she's been doing but i've been loving that slam dunk Mm. choke slam as well but i think lash has stepped up in the past little while i think the metaphor stuff has worked character wise uh coming into her own but kalani and lash both kind of up and coming stars here and i'd say both have promise here in wwe so i think lash is improving because i see lash got a lot of hate in the last year or so and uh, th- she has been on TV and thrown into like the deep end on TV live and stuff. And I think she's improving. So uh, that's, that's some good news.
1: Yeah. I think this was her best singles match. I think she stood out in like multi-person matches or tag matches where she can kind of just come in and do what she's good at and yeah. then hide. And obviously in singles, you're way more exposed. She did have quite a, I can't remember who it was up against, but there was a rough match the other week. This was definitely uh, her best single showing. I, I, yeah, I thought she looked good here. And Kalani too. She's Kalani's good. Too. good yeah. yeah. Um, after the match, Kiana James and Izzy Dane run out, but uh, Kalani fights them both off and escapes.
2: So we're going to that feud. Yes uh this is where we had the good brothers That's where we
1: got the good brothers i i
2: I should mention that they also the good brothers do reference the chase you calendar oh yeah (laughs) right before that promo they're like oh uh, i enjoyed that calendar
1: they put out (laughs) (laughs) the good Brothers, hot asian wife yes (laughs) so we go to our main event the nxt women's championship shotzi taking on lyra valkyria and uh both are trying to sort of mat wrestle to start, and they're trading pin attempts. Uh, Shotzi howls like a wolf, goes for a head scissors, but Lyra flips out of it and then mimics the wolf howl herself. She needs a bird call.
0: Kaka kaka a
1: Another Arrested Development. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bird, that's not a chicken. <laughs> uh, Shotzi then hits a lucha style arm drag off the top rope. And then goes for a DDT through the rope. So basically, she's kind of got Lyra draping and is going to DDT her on the apron as she drops to the floor. And just a standard kind of dropping from the apron, feet first to the floor, and her knee just blows out. Shotzi falls, we cut to commercial break. Um, she she basically jams her knee here so again uh,
2: we don't tend to read ahead if these, this was a tape show we tend not to try to purposely read ahead for just the purpose of mm. this weekly show that we cover so this was something that came out. This was something I was kind of unavoidable in the wrestling news thing. So it actually made this, made me feel a little uncomfortable watching this match because it's like, okay, when's this going to happen? And I wasn't necessarily looking up how, in fact, she did injure herself. And I'd say it's only a few short minutes into the match. Uh, I, I have Shotzi has recently since again this was taped last week, she has now gone through some surgery. She put a post out saying I tore my ACL, which means I will be out of action for about nine months. Uh go check out her her social media for the whole post there. But uh she she'll be okay. She's got surgery, she'll be out for a long time, but very unfortunate here and, and was was hard to watch because you could see like the look on Lyra's face was like she didn't it was it was Shotzi doing the move, right? But it's
1: I mean, we've seen this a lot, like Shotzi is, you You hear she's blown her knee out and Shotzi's got a bit of a a rough style. She's got a kind of Jeff Hardy thing about her yeah. where it's a bit reckless and not necessarily pretty, but it's, sure. it's fun. And we've seen her do those like crazy suicide dives and stuff like that. Yeah. So you hear there's an injury and you're expecting it something like that and it's Quite often in wrestling, it's the simplest of things. Think like Triple H blowing his quad out was just hitting a clothesline from behind or whatever. and It happens. And actually, you know, we didn't get much of the match, but I was surprised to see the style shots he was working here because it was a lot more kind of traditional wrestling style, which I'm not used to. And it it looked to me like she's actually been working on some different things. And she was going to have an extended run here in NXT, which from her tweets it kind of she kind of made it sound like she's felt a little lost on the main roster and she was coming down here for a bit of a reset as we've seen with many few people. people yeah uh just such a shame and being out for probably yeah, nine months but oh very sad uh, you know we're big fans of her especially when
2: we watched her and evolve and here in, in nxt and the tank and everything so uh hopefully she rests up and comes back better than than ever i noticed she she looked a bit different that maybe she i I don't necessarily watch her on smackdown a lot uh at least week to week and i noticed she looked maybe a little skinnier like maybe that could have something with the injury like possibly your leg and stuff there's a lot of injuries in nxt right now we mentioned Nikita Lyons is also out with another injury uh who else just got injured like there's there's quite a few oh cora jade right she just got injured too and all these are leg injuries Mm. uh, oddly enough so uh, yeah, uh, feel for Shotzi. Feel for all the the wrestlers out there. Like, remember, these are actually real people that do this, and sometimes a, a simple move like that it can happen. And I I felt really bad for her watching this, and I hope I hope she's again okay. I hope she's at home watching Creature of the Black Lagoon on repeat. Got some ice cream. I hope she's all right.
1: O i n says uh, he thinks. She got hurt on the rope spot just before. Yeah, she did like a like a run up the turnbuckle arm, like a lucha arm drag. But like, then, yeah, maybe she maybe didn't, from that she didn't but,
2: necessarily put all the weight on her leg yet because it is when she jumps down that she's like, oh, that it, yeah. it goes.
1: But yeah, unfortunate.
2: So uh, they go to commercial right away
1: after the break. We see Lyra in the ring and she she looks like she's kind of close to tears. Yeah. Like she's sort of welling up here. The ref definitely was talking to her a bit there too. Ava comes out. And says, due to the injuries Shotzi has suffered, she will not be able to compete. And therefore, Lyra, this is an open challenge. And whoever comes out is your next opponent. And Lash Legend comes out. And this was all pretty much on the fly by the sounds of it. Um, So Lash comes out. We're getting Lash v Lyra for the NXT Women's Championship. Lyra just starts delivering these rapid kicks to the leg of Legend uh, Legend comes back with a big backbreaker, and then another f- modified kind of torture rack. Uh, and then we cut to the locker room where uh, some of the, like your, you know, your next in line girls are watching the TV. Yeah, this is pretty funny. Roxanne comes in. It's like she's just showered after a match. Yeah, she's like drying her hair, and she's like, "What? What happened?" And they go, "Oh, Shotzi got hurt, and Lyra issued an open challenge, so Lash Legend came out." Rox is like what the fuck (laughs) So smashes the TV She's pissed We go back to the match There's a slam dunk Choke slam from Legend Followed by a high cross And then Lyra tries to get Lash up on her shoulders But she's not strong enough And then we get a pump kick from Lash And uh, Lyra comes back with a big splash off the top rope for the win Pretty lame duck Ah, another
2: bird, Uh, finish for Lyra. Like she's moved on from that splash. And I I think Lyra is great. Do not get me wrong. But I think that finisher is so lame. It's so, it doesn't look like it hurts. It just, like everyone does a splash in their moveset already.
1: It's just so weird. I think for the sake of this match though, like they haven't ran things through. Her other finisher is what, like the Samoan driver? Yeah, bird bomb. She'd already tried to get her up for it. Uh, yeah, and lash probably is, like no, I'm trying lash to. Lash is significantly bigger, and if you haven't been practicing it for it, yeah, might fair. not want to go for
2: it. Yeah, Lash is significantly bigger than her. Yeah,
1: I I thought like like credit to both of them. Whenever this happens, this we we're in an era now where especially NXT they're practicing a lot of these matches in the PC right before it's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, especially someone like Lash Legend who is still pretty new to it and we just said like a lot of people being given a grief on her i guess lack of ability for quite a while and she's definitely improved to be thrown out there to put them a, a title match together yeah on the fly um with that lack of experience must be tough i i do think it felt a little bit in slow motion at times which is understandable and yeah the the finish came kind of flat but you've got to give them credit to you know, it's a live show. Yeah.
2: I mean, it wasn't a live show, so they probably had I mean, to some, the crowd. Audience, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like there probably was a bit more time in between for them to then figure out what they were going to do than what we saw with them. Ava just coming out. Right. I wonder, like,
1: like, I don't know. It like looked like Lyra was just in
2: the ring. Cause it is smart to have the Roxanne thing added in. Like that could have yeah. just been added oh, in afterward. Worked. Right.
1: I imagine that was taped off because
2: that completely adds to the story. Roxanne was pissed that Shotzi got this shot in the first place. So this adds more fire to that, that fuel to the fire there with that storyline. So that actually kind of works out. But yeah, I didn't think it was necessarily a bad match. I got to give kudos to Lash for definitely like jumping in there and wrestling twice
0: on the same show.
1: I mean, you wonder, it it must have been just looking at the, the way the show was set up. Yeah. The previous match was Lash Legend versus Kalani Jordan. Right. So she's probably just, you know not hit the showers yet it's a work <laughs> whereas the other women's match was ariana grace versus jc jane who probably have now you know they've had their match they've showered they've got ready same with roxanne and ren sinclair yeah yeah so lash it was probably you're was. in your gear you're the only one in gear right now so get out there and have
2: a yeah match. it was towards the end of the night everyone else was done so yeah. it's like wait you're still in your gear wait hold on yeah true possibly but uh either way uh it, it, an interesting spot and terrible spot i i Recently, brought up that on Women of Wrestling just last week there was an injury, and they like really focus on it. They like replay it a bunch this past week. They had the, the character Ariel Sky come out in a neck brace, and now they've turned it into a storyline too. Basically, the character, the coach, is like, Well, we brought in a new cheer person for Team Spirit and then we got another one injured, so I guess the coach has gotta, you know, put my gear back on and then stepped stepped into like the tournament and I was like, Whoa, like they turned a real injury into something. I always think back to Undisputed Era versus Well,
1: Roddy in the in Roddy? the red Calvin Klein's Roddy was
2: like, Don't wait, was that a different time? That was a different time.
1: Oh Roddy did it a few times. Roddy yeah.
2: Roddy in the history of NXT has like stepped up when injuries happen. It's like that guy can wrestle with his eyes closed, yeah. I think. So
1: yeah. But I'm saying. There's a Roderick Strong doing that. And then there's these, you know, people PC who haven't recruits yeah. Who, yeah.
2: Overall, uh, this week's episode was all right. There was some good wrestling. There was not so good wrestling, but there was some memorable stuff and leading up to a pretty like hot storyline with Carmelo Hayes and the absence of Trick Williams, which is louder than than other things. Cause like when he comes back, that'll be a huge moment here on this show. So definitely can't wait for that. So loving the mellow trick storyline slash Ilya Dragunov. Can't wait for the face to face next week and can't wait even more for that rematch of a rematch at the roadblock special in a few weeks. So that looking forward to that, um, the good brothers showing up bullet club kind of indifferent on that, but I'll, I'll let it play out. I'm sure I'll get some laughs from them down the line, but don't really expect much wrestling from them, but
1: Yeah, I'd probably say my match of the night was uh Brooks Jensen versus Josh Briggs. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to see where both characters go yes. after this. I I'm with you. The the build Carmelo Ilya trick has been fantastic. Um Yeah. Uh but I don't know, not a blow-away match yeah, this week, Yeah, to yeah. be expected sometimes from a tape show. And yeah. we've definitely got a few hot shows coming up with Roblox and Stan and Deliver.
2: Absolutely. So looking forward to, to where we go down the line. So that was NXT. That's what we thought. We have some feedback here. Search Poison Rana on Facebook. There's a page. You can like it, but there's a group as well. Join that. We share fun things and memes and feedback threads like this one. I'll go to the first comment from Fire Frank. BD champ. He says, I can't believe Natty didn't manage to teleport to the PC when they needed a new challenger for Lyra. <laughs> She's always there for challenges. She's been in NXT multiple times yeah. for challenges as well. True. Frank continues, get well soon. Shotzi glad to see Josh still loves Brooks and just had to deal out some tough love Lexus King versus Mr. Stone and his kids in a handicap match. Book it. Ava. I should note that, uh, after King lost, So on social media, Mr. Stone and Alexis King have been going back and forth. So that feud will continue as well. Maybe the kids return. Gotcha. Thank you, Frank.
1: And we go to Andrew McDonald, who says, I think there needs to be a conversation in WWE about women tearing their ACLs. So for a while, I thought it was WWE's performance center conditioning coaches are just the shits. But it turns out ACL injuries are common in women's sports, particularly basketball and soccer. While that is true, I think WWE should look into preventative care when it comes to this. I think after the 10th or 11th woman to go down with an ACL injury, maybe they should start to think something is up. Preventative care does exist, and there are a bunch of articles about it. I'd also be interested in the comparison of WWE NXT ACL injuries and places outside like AEW TNA, the Joshi scene, Europe, etc. One issue with finding that out, though, is people not reporting injuries. Victoria, for instance, doesn't have an ACL anymore. She tore it in 2003, never got it fixed. So yeah, bit of a Debbie Downer feedback, but I feel WWE is going to ignore this and people are going to keep getting hurt. Poor Nikita Lyons is already out again with an injury, but that hasn't been specific as to what that injury is. Yeah, I've I've seen a bunch of people
2: talking about that over social media. It's like, hey, there's a bunch of them that happens. And if Andrew's saying that kind of does happen in other things... Is it something to potentially look at? I don't know. Different training? I don't I should
1: ask my brother about it. He, he, well, he's a sports, th- sports therapist, sports physio. Wow, there you go. So what do you know about ACLs? Why, why do these girls keep tearing yeah, their ACLs? What's going
2: on? Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to us here chat about some NXT. Uh, Elimination Chamber is this Saturday morning. Who's winning? Quickly
1: uh predictions all right becky drew judgment day what's the other match
2: the grayson waller effect sorry perth no there, there's one know. more match isn't there there's four matches right yeah, now i've, I've named three. Oh, oh, really that's
1: counting
0: <laughs> oh
2: yeah nia Jax has a match oh yeah
0: Rhea. yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I think Drew wins the chamber. Mm-hmm. I think Rhea Ripley retains. I think Becky wins her chamber. And I think Judgment Day retains.
1: All right. We're on the same page.
2: There you go. So that'll happen. We'll be live sometime on, on Sunday. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday here on the post feed. Postwrestling.com for all the updates of everything else that John Way, Cino, you know, everyone does over on the website. And of course, Poison Rana. Check out all the stuff that we do. We have the free feed, tons of podcasts, and we have our Patreon. It's how we keep the lights on. Five bucks to become a friend. Check out all the shows that we do. We have so many in the back catalog as well. At Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Again, we have tickets on sale now. It's only five bucks to join us for wrestling karaoke in the Toronto area after. Dynamite, So tune in for that. And hey, while you're at it, if you're in town for Dynamite on the 20th, little uh, little birdie, you should know that the 21st, the Thursday, is Demand Lucha. Oh, yeah. And like that's going to be a banging show. I Who's can Gringo
1: tell Loco's you. mystery partner? I Exactly. It won't be... Is it Onita and then he's doing the favor at the ECW Tribute? <laughs> Don't code? tease me, bro. <laughs> is that well, what we're I'll getting? Tease. Gringo and
2: Onita doesn't
1: make sense. It's against but... our favorites. It's Los Medicos, isn't it? <laughs> that's true. It? Yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah,
2: AEW will be in town. Maybe there'll be some Ringo more. Ringo but... and yeah. I don't know, I'll have to see. But uh, demand lucha always a fun time as well uh, here in Toronto. So lots and lots of fun stuff in the area. But I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the
1: Bray D, and I am at Davey Portman.
2: That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe, and go get yourself a Chase U calendar. And remember, hashtag Save. Chase oh, you. We haven't talked about Scott Demore. Apologies to Scott Demore. We are out of time. We'll have to talk about it another time. Oh, hey. Hour, hourglass emoji. <laughs>